Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is going on, everybody? It's episode 174 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hi, Crisis Actors. It's Mary, your favorite freezing cold, anemic co-host. <laughs> Coming back at you with chill vibes. The blanket does get make it? you look. The blanket does make you look rather sickly right now. <laughs> Do you get it? Chill. Because it's cold in here. Uh-huh. Do nice. you get it? We get it. We have a comedian here. He should have gotten it. Would you introduce no, yourself, like, please, sir? Uh, funny. Hold on. <laughs> I, I still need a second to work out this blanket thing. Uh, oh, <laughs> right. Got it. Uh, hello, everybody. I'm Jamie Kilstein. I'm a stand-up comedian. Uh, you, you know me from Cast Castle and uh, IRL and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's new best friend, who she wants to bring to church so I can find a nice uh, a Christian gal. A church-going lady. A church-going lady. Yeah, so that's fun. Um, hi, I'm glad to be here. I always forget you guys call your people crisis actors, and it makes me laugh every time. It I is, love it. Uh, I wanted to put it on the billboard. <laughs> that would have been so good. Uh, that would have been so good. That would have been so good. Like, if we could have put that on the billboard, that would have been fantastic. Hashtag crisis actors. It would have been incredible. Oh. Incredible. We have a second co-host Whoa. today. Would that be, is there another term for co-host beyond co-host? Would it be co-co-co-host? Uh, hashtag uh, they, uh, they them. She, wait. Oh, this is too confusing. Whoever, whatever. We'll, we'll introduce yourself, please. Hi, guys. It's Taylor Silverman. I'm happy to be back again. Co-co. Thanks for joining us. Co-co-co. I'm the co-co co-host today. <laughs> uh, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today with a, with a group of four people. Uh, this is one of those days where the topics come together very, very easily. We've got the the hilarious cancellation of the of the doomed Batgirl movie that I could have told you was a bad idea like a year ago based on how they were marketing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about John Boyega, his comments about Marvel, uh, his uh, approach to acting, which I found very... Uh, Interesting, given his success, uh, and I actually like it quite a bit. And then we are also going to talk about Demi Lovato because, you know, sometimes you just need an easy layup every once in a while. Right? <laughs> She's getting in touch with her feminine she, side again. She is, to the to the detriment of anyone writing articles about her. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we got that. We got Podlock. We got a bunch of other stuff. So if you four are ready, we will just get right into it. Mary, are we ready? Oh, we're ready. Are we ready? Born ready, son. We are ready. Didn't even have to ask her. We are we are good to go. But of course, before but we are going to check on our fa- our friend Chet and see how Chet is doing. And how, how do you get? Do you guys think he's doing good? I yeah. I mean, he's Thank a you. very he's always busy doing man. Good. Wait, wait. I think he's doing good. Red exclamation point. Red exclamation point. I think he's doing mm-hmm. good in all caps. Mm-hmm. I, I think so as well. I so. think he's doing good. Expletive. Doing so good. Expletive. Red well, exclamation point. Red exclamation point. Let's see what he's doing. So he, he gets up early. Oh, first we have the. Uh, the, he, he always has to let you know that he's going to get up at 4 a.m., of course. He proves it. He proves he it every day. It every he has time. to prove to you that he's getting up at 4 a.m., which, to be fair, he sets his alarm for 4.45, so he always gets up before. Uh, I don't think we can actually... We're going to mute that. He just that. does like a thousand burpees. Guys, that music... <laughs> I, I hope he doesn't give us a copyright claim, but it says, before you can change the world, you must first change yourself. Yeah. All external materialization must start from within. All shortcuts lead to dead ends. 
I think he has a history as a motivational speaker. I really do. Because a, f- a future, you mean? <laughs> Both, probably. If he had said that out loud, it would have been twice as impactful as boring old me saying it. Sure. Because he would have said it with way more uh, rage, vim, vigor, and uh, and rage. Right. Yes. So. Uh, I think the rage is really the key. It it is. I like that he's motivated by spite. He he really is too. Like that's a vibe. He's uh he's like doing it just purely out of the fact that. Are you gonna play the video? Uh the 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 one from yesterday. Yeah. This one yes. There's no uh, there's no bad. I know this shit's not normal. There it is. I know this is not some normal ass fucking type of behavior. Okay, (laughs) I've always been out of my fucking mind. These are all the things I'm not allowed to say on the show. Before I was out of my mind to my own detriment. Now I'm out of my mind to my own benefit. And let me tell you something. This feeling right here of just being absolutely fucking gone on your own wavelength, your own frequency, your own rate of vibration, this is it. This is the high we're all chasing. And it's better than any fucking drug on the planet. This is it right here. Is it too much for you? Is it freaking you out? (laughs) Because that's the best part about this. I get to attract the people that are like me and push away the people that don't fucking get it because I don't want to fucking waste my time with you guys anyway. If this is appealing to you and you'd like to experience this for yourself, then DM me your fucking number and let's get to work. (laughs) This is it. I'm telling you. Let's fucking do it. laugh at the end i I, I never saw that part of the video i feel like he broke he was performing and then he broke he's like laughing at himself i Um, i want to talk like this in real life like to the gas station attendant (laughs) just like if you're not on my frequency get out but if you are dm me hustle yes um so i took his advice and dm'd him my phone number and Yesterday, 10 minutes into the show, he called me and I didn't see it. Mary. I was looking at my phone because I'm a fool. Jamie is finding this out for the first time live, by the way. Right now. I have um, the actual video of me filming her when she got the phone call. <gasps> so Mr. Big Blue Checkmark didn't get a phone call. I got Oh, no, I've talked, I've talked to him on the phone. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Well, what did he say? I'm, listen to me. Crisis actors, listen to me. It's going to be worth it. I'm going to wait. To see how your phone call goes, and then we're going to compare it. Oh, okay. I okay. sent my number, too. He hasn't gotten back to me yet. Well, that's because He's you're controversial. He's going to be able to sell you something. <laughs> I, I'm, we're all controversial. I'm, I'm ready to get I'm, in shape, I'm, Chet. I'm Call me. Brett is the least. I'm the least controversial. Brett is but lovable, rollerblading Brett. He, he texted me after I didn't answer and was like, hey, it's Chet. Like, what's up? <laughs> and I called him back after the show, like an hour after the show was no. over. And um, he he answered, and it sounded like he was in a very crowded area. Um, yeah, was probably in that same restaurant. Yeah, and I was like, he was just around his frequency. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, hey, like, how do I know it's actually you though? And he had to like talk a little bit for me to like recognize his voice. And totally I was like, can. okay, okay, I believe it's you. Um, and he was like, listen, I'm on an international call right now. I think <laughs> it would be better to take this to text. Um, and I think he's using a uh, second phone, uh, or at least yeah. he's like switching out his SIM card or whatever. Yeah. Also, um, I'm assuming he's not giving strangers on the internet his real, real phone, phone number. Yeah. He no, probably no. has a burner phone. But he has my real phone number. He sure does. Um, he sure does. So yeah, we got off the call and then I, I texted him like, Hey, I'll just like add you on WhatsApp. And he was like, that's that, that won't be necessary. But <laughs> what, what made you reach out? And I was like listen, um, I have this show about pop culture. We want you on. We're huge fans. When are you getting back from Greece? Yeah. And yeah, it's not going to crickets. Fly. Yeah. Mary crickets. got left on red by Chet Hanks. Left on red. But to be fair, if there was ever someone to get left on red by, 
it would be Chet Hanks. It would Legendary. be like Anna de Armas leaving me unread. That's oh my god, fun. Mary. Actually, I've been watching these YouTube videos um, and like Instagram clips. You know who would be really good? Like they have all these like techniques to like get confidence. Like, oh, do people keep leaving you unread? It's Chet Hanks. Oh wait, that's not gonna work. Okay. That's... What? Well, how did your phone call go? Oh, it went. It went great. I've had. I've had several. Wait, what did you? What did you talk to him about? What do you think? He getting uh, getting jacked. And I have no over? idea. What All do right. you mean? So it's the exact same thing that's going to happen, which is I was like, I'm going to make the pop culture kids so happy and I'm going to get Chet Hanks on the show. I'm pretty sure Brett likes me. Jury's out on Mary. Sometimes <laughs> we're a go. Other times. Um, but I was like, this will get her. And he same deal DMs me. And oh no, I'm sorry. He texted me. He called me. I missed it. And then he texted me. And he was just like, are you ready to change your life? And I was like, well, that's that's intense for like hanging out on a podcast. But like, yeah, I'm like, I'm ready to change my life. And then we got on the phone. And as he will to you, um, he pitched me his uh, training program. Yeah. Now, what would make this bit very funny? So no interest in the podcast. I dropped the podcast on text like two or three times. Completely ignored it. He's just he's just playing it. He's, he doesn't want to talk about that. All he wants is like the monthly coaching stuff. Yeah. And so now the funny part, Mary, would be if I was like, yeah, so I like hung up on him and I let Mary, you know, uh, uh, try her hand on it. And, oh, Mary got left on red. I'm the cool guy. Mary's such a dork. I've been at a real crossroads in my life, you guys. And the way he was pitching his coaching program sounded really, really good. And I was like, well, I mean, like, we're, like, pretty much friends because I have a blue check mark. So, like, why not try it for – I signed up. Oh you my signed God. up? Of course I did. Wait, how much is it for, to sign up? I'm not allowed. You to can't say. I'll have that. to ask him if he calls me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, oh, he'll tell you. Don't you worry. Because I that will be all he wants to talk about. Because I'm challenging some other yeah uh, people in the house to a fitness challenge, and I six thought, pack in six weeks. Mm-hmm. Six a coach like weeks. Chet is is what I need. That's what you need. I, uh-huh. I could do okay on my own, but I will say some of the stuff he's given me has been good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, well. He, it clearly works for him. Clearly when did you sign up? How far into it are you? Um, Like a month and I, I just had to cancel. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But you can do like only a month at a time? Um, He doesn't love it. Um, but yes, I'll have to see what he thinks about me doing like a challenge. If it was, if something he'll consider, I know he takes it very seriously. He's like, I'm not here to change your life for a month. I'm here to change your life for life. Guys. Can I tell you when I texted Mary about this, I legitimately was like, I'm becoming friends with Chet Hanks. And this has happened a lot. Like a ton of my celebrity friends, it started over Instagram or something like that. And then suddenly I'm like, oh man, he's selling me a coaching program. And then suddenly I was like. Oh man, I'm falling for it. And yeah. then suddenly I was like, "Buy money." Um, He's and a then good salesman. He's here a good we are. Salesman. He well, he also brace for this, everybody. Brace for this. When you're like, "Give me a night to think on it," 
Nah. Oh no, he put nah. you in the hot seat right away. <laughs> he doesn't like that at he's all. Like, he's like, "Would you? What, do you really think you got a night to, a night to waste? Right. Do you have a night to waste? I got. You in need a- to get started right now. I'm Don't getting, think no about excuses. it. No excuses. I'm getting an international phone call right now. You have five <laughs> seconds before I have to take this international phone call. He's like a boiler room, uh, a, a guy in a boiler room selling you like some stock that, that yeah. you can't. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's it's funny awesome. is I did say no because I was like, I this is a sales tactic. Yeah. I was like, I'm not falling for it. And I go, all right, man. Well, I need the night to think about it. If it doesn't work out and you're filled up, it's cool. And I hung up and I was just like, look at me. Look at me being a stud just like Chet Hanks. And then I woke up and I texted him. I was like, hi, I'd like to do it. And he responded right away. He's like, you're in. And I was like, I know I'm in. I was always in. Perfect. Uh, so we now we've, uh, well, we're look, waiting. I on... just, I don't understand because <laughs> he goes on the Z-Way. Yeah. Who just openly attacks him and attacks his character What's on a public there? stage. It's a D-list or late night uh, wannabe talk, host, talk yes. show host. So um, he went on her show and we talked about it at the time. That was when he was telling SJWs to kick rocks. Oh, okay. Anyways, <laughs> she was just doing that to assassinate his character and make him look like he's insane. Right. And when he's not. all we want, Chet is to have you on and ask you honest questions I was, and Chet, just I'm like one of hear your, your perspectives because we love what you do we love your vibes and we want to hear about the work you do and yes. how you're setting yourself apart and not attack you like Z-Way did no we love you here's what I want you to here's what you should do Mary don't do any of the phone call texting thing you text him forget the left on red you just text him a straight pitch you say how big this show is, how big Tim's show is. You can even say something about we're like we we're not going to attack you like that. People were legitimate fans. You can yeah. and say you can promote your coaching program. Yep, that's how you do it. Yep. But it's if he thinks you're going to be a client, for you, he's going to yeah. All right, we're going to get into it, guys. We're going to get okay. into it first. We're going to talk about Batgirl. So uh, this news broke yesterday just as we were going live. Like, uh, we actually got a super chat asking us about it. Yeah. And I was like, I'll have to look into it. But basically, the $90 million Batgirl movie. That's how much it was? $90 million They're Batgirl saying, some movie. Some of them are saying over $100 million. We uh, could have solved the homeless problem. No. Originally planned to be $70 million budget. <laughs> oh, what? That's and so went sad. over $100 million. They're saying, oh, because of COVID. Yep, sure. and that's before marketing. Like, so you would have had to do 1.5 times that so Batgirl film axed by Warner Brothers will not be released on any platform uh, the, the good great, riddance the great in, in, in epic David Zaslav just cutting stuff down one by he's the new CEO of uh, Warner Brothers Discovery not uh, and he is not having any of this what I said is uh, he's going fruit ninja mode he'll just slice anything in half it's what? just Jordan Peterson in a disguise that would be that would be <laughs> cooler he says uh, he's, he had a quote where like the, I, I was listening to a quote of him earlier where he says it's not about how much it's about how good Clearly, yes. this movie uh, is not very good. The test screening. Well, now, I saw some reports saying that they're blaming it on test screenings, that the test screenings were awful, and then other people saying that they want to focus on theater releases only. But they're insisting that it has nothing to do with the quality of the film because they're clinging to the notion that this would ever have organic appeal if it were given a theatrical release. I, I a and couple, it wouldn't. The, the ginger side continues. They get rid of redheaded Barbara Gordon. That's a problem. Ooh, I have yeah. a couple questions oh, for yeah. you before I give uh, I give my take. First of all, I just want to say I was listening to a 
Barry Weiss podcast. God, I've changed. Um, and with Andrew Schultz, the comedian Andrew Schultz. Yep. And they were talking about how what's so great about HBO Max is they put all this money into shows. They have the most quality shows. They were the last to the party mm-hmm. and have the most quality shows. But one of the reasons is because they don't mind if they put a bunch of money in. And if a show sucks or it's not doing well, they'll axe it because they're it's the same thing. They're going for quality. Now, my question is for you. I didn't know much about this. Um, who was the writer? What were the, if you had to name like the three most woke crimes of Batgirl, what would they be? Uh, I, I wouldn't go with woke. I, I would say the, the biggest issue here is, is going halfway and making it a movie on streaming rather than either doing a TV show on streaming and, or a movie in theaters. So yeah. it wasn't even the trying to pander to the left kind of the, stuff. The, the race swap uh, of Batgirl doesn't... I think another issue is that they put her in this very masculine costume. Like, it didn't... It had, like, zero sex appeal. And what you would expect from Batgirl is, like... Just a the teensiest tiniest bit, yep. yeah. And she looks like, uh, she looks like she works at Jiffy Lube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, what is this? They talk about like, and the, the biggest crime coming out of this is we're not going to get to see Brendan <laughs> Fraser. Brendan <laughs> Fraser was going to be the bad guy in this movie. That would Brendan Fraser from the Mummy was going to be so was going to play Garfield Lenz as the character of Firefly in this. Wow. I was li- I didn't give a crap and about Firefly. Batgirl. That would have been cool. Uh, I didn't give a crap about Batgirl. I wanted to see uh, the Brendan Fraser as the bad guy in this movie. I kind of cared about the Michael Keaton cameo that was supposed to be in there. Not really. He's also going to cameo in the Flash. But maybe that's the more important discussion is michael keaton the curse because the flash i don't know if you've heard about that ezra character so maybe maybe that maybe the more important discussion here should not be about whether batgirl deserved to be canceled it's about whether batgirl deserved to be canceled and the flash is somehow moving forward (laughs) is the white maybe that white privilege stuff is real maybe i had it wrong all along you did that's how bad ezra miller has male privilege he has uh he has uh trans non-binary Privilege, yeah, uh, because they are. Well, at this it's point, like if you were given the theatrical budget, you can't get away with not doing no. the release. Ninety million dollars. They said this is one of the most expensive cancellations without release in the history of Hollywood. Normally, they would release it, but just you know, just dump it on HBO Max and get it made. It's so bad uh, they have to bury it, and maybe have yeah. If if uh, like it must have been really bad in test screenings. Who wrote it for is them it, to fully it, go back um, on it? Totally scrapped, or yeah. is it going to be released to no, like DVD? Never, no, it was no. never Nothing? going. It was never going DVD. to be released. Come on, I don't know. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of like the lowest <laughs> no, form of Nothing. it coming out. Only like a Blu-ray special edition. Yeah, <laughs> and I looked for like if Leslie Grace had made any comments about this, and I looked at her Twitter and like her tweets celebrating yeah. the the role is still up like pinned on her profile yikes. and it's just yikes i um, used to i mean oh when i when, <laughs> that's a bummer when like when i was thinking about kind of the the woke aspect of it what, what's a bummer i don't I, I don't give a I, I don't think of other than the the fact that they, they race swapped leslie grace none of this is uh, has anything to do with woke? It's just a bad mm-hmm. idea. To be well, woke. no, that's very intentional and contrived. No, I'm saying, but that's the only aspect of it that I see that way. I don't know enough. There was no trailer. There's nothing. But like, in, imagine there... if it had come out. Yeah, I, I would bet a lot of money on it being a woke mess. L- let me reframe it then. I think it is a. I think it's sad that I even assumed that because yeah. it was a female protagonist. So like, I used to. When I was growing up, 
Barbara I, Gordon is a real character, though. Like that, that there, there's a you can do a good that, Batgirl movie. You could do an Oracle movie. You could do a Batgirl. This movie. is exactly what I was gonna say. So the you know Black Panther when Black Panther was made, uh, Shang Chi when Shang Chi was made. Those were so um, authentic. Right, these were just films that were made by people who were passionate about the film. Uh, Simu Liu uh, is his own worst enemy as far as marketing. I, I can't stand that dude. But Shang Chi was thoroughly inoffensive as far as a I enjoyed movie it. goes. It yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot, and I, I I do remember. I mean, this is cheesy, but it's just true. I I, I went to see it, and I walked out of the theater. I hated that ending, and I didn't that. love the ending either. Um, and I walked out, and I saw this dad taking a picture of these two little Asian kids, like in front of the billboard, or not the billboard, but like the cardboard cutout in the movie theater. And I'm like, that's really cool. Like, I have a lot of um, like Pacific Islanders really close to Asian, and I was like, oh, that's really that's dope, and I liked seeing that, and it was authentic. Then you compare that to say like the Ghostbusters reboot with the all female <laughs> cast or the Ocean's Eleven, where it's like forced and the Ocean's Eleven one made money. It that did one actually, yeah. That one actually came no, no, out no. Ahead. I, I, you know, I watched it on a plane yeah. several weeks ago. It was fine, but I think that um, they because so many of these reboots or whatever they're trying to force it. Like, how, what about Garfield if it was a lady or whatever? <laughs> um, the expectations are so low that I think studio executives just pop at the idea of like a girl superhero and then they just will be okay with kind of garbage instead of make like She-Hulk looks terrible. Here's the deal. Marvel is diluting their material now by releasing way too many TV shows. Right, you now it feels like homework yeah. to have to watch every show just so they can make a two-minute cameo in a movie. Like, why should I need to watch WandaVision to understand the context of yeah. Wanda in? Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing. The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, Doctor Strange. So, so Which isn't, uh, is supposed to involve her, uh, like, for a third of the movie anyway. Homework's a great way to put it. So, uh, to me, uh, what, what this says to me is, first of all, cancel the Black Canary movie. Instantly. Cancel it, cancel it, cancel it. I don't care about Journey Smollett. Pro cancel I, uh, culture, I do huh? not. Uh, I, can't, I don't know how far along the production is. Cancel that movie. Nobody wants to see it. Nobody liked Birds of Prey anyways. Uh, and, and the other big thing here is just they want to, what David Zaslav is talking about. He says, we own the IP of like the most iconic characters in the world. How the F are we not making any money? Yeah. So he's saying that they want to make studio, they want to make theater quality films. $90 million, as much money of that as that is, is not a superhero theater quality film. Mm. Okay. They're dumping 200, uh, 150 to $200 million minimum to mm. stu- to, to that level of movie so they can't add to it now it's already in post-production they are diluting their brand by releasing more and more garbage which dc can't seem to figure their crap out no. well, so the, yeah i feel like the releasing most... it does more harm than good to their name recognition and their value yeah no and i think they need like good writers you know like the the, the maybe D- less writers or, yeah for sure the key i mean the last dc film i loved 
was Suicide, the new Suicide Squad, because they got James Gunn from Marvel because Marvel fired him. Then Marvel saw that and was like, we'll take you back. And now James Gunn's ready. Actually, they never fired him. They they, they fired him and quietly hired him back like a couple months later uh, when once all the uh, criticism. Because they're cowards. They knew they were going to do that from the start. Those test screenings were so poorly received by moviegoers that the studio decided to cut its losses and run for the sake of the brand's future. It's about the branding for the... And remember, if all these characters are interconnected and you release this... Now she's your bat. Uh, she's your bat girl for the foreseeable future, even if nobody likes her. And to get rid of her means that they would have to first recast, which means you're going to get backlash. How dare you recast unless you make it even more progressive than that one before that? Right. Also, it's a black girl in a wheelchair. Th- th- then you have to. So you have to write it differently, uh, and then you have to write that recasting into the future project. Best to just scrap it now. But ninety million dollars is a very large number to take a loss on. I would love to see the, a cut of this movie and see. If it's as bad as uh, as bad. As I want to see a cut of the movie, but I also want to see like what does a test screening that bad look like? Are the audience members just throwing up? Are they screaming at the screen? What is happening? <laughs> it's also funny. They're like having seizures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, like people are just anger. running out. <laughs> screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The theater yeah. catches on fire. Someone lights it on fire just to end it early. DC is known for like hyping up their test screenings. Like, oh my god, they went and like all these people went and saw Batman versus Superman, and the executive stood up and clapped. I'm like, that didn't happen. Right. That, that, that so I mean, so. I just feel like DC could so easily overtake. Marvel in terms of fan hype but they don't take advantage of what they have. They need to scrap everything. And there's some, and as you've said, there's some kind of curse going on over them. Right now, David Zaslav is is cutting down all of the the excess fat. That's what he's known for. He is is not for overspending. Uh, He is leaning the company down and he needs their, they need their own version of Kevin Feige over at DC, which is a very, very difficult role to fill. Finding somebody who is both uh, an expert in the source material and a studio executive. That's like right. Studio executives and comic book nerds have very little in the way of overlap. This I'm is, sorry. This is Tony uh, Khan and AEW. It's like a, you found a wrestling nerd who's a billionaire. Whose dad's a billionaire. Whose dad, <laughs> dad's a billionaire. So you just it's, sat around watching yeah, wrestling. That makes sense. It's not, it's not even him. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not even him. Yeah. So, that disconnect is why these creative types uh, who are very invested in the in the source material who know every little uh, miscellaneous character that we've never heard of and they make a movie out of it they they expect that to do well with audiences and yeah. then it doesn't land like there's, morbius yeah what there, there's just something what is that there's yeah morbius i like I, never like, heard of it nope and with dc even the movies like i i like the rock I like comic books, and I just like there's just something about I the. Not a, I don't care about Black Adam vibe. Yeah, of every DC trailer, Dude, the every, Black Adam just, trailer was just like disturbing. It was and so not bad. The enticing. Shazam trailer was freaking awesome. Although I hated Shazam. No, uh, I loved it. I wanted to. I hated I, it. I loved it. Hated it. Although I did. I I I almost cried at the new Black Panther. Why did you hate it? I don't remember. You don't remember, okay. I just remember seeing it, being hyped about it, and just being like, Well, you just said you listen to a Barry Weiss podcast. You might like it now. You never know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I also, the last thing I want to say about DC, to Mary's point that it should be good, and to your point about Marvel feeling like it's homework, is the DC movies I have loved, Christopher Nolan, Batman, James Gunn, Suicide Squad, right? If you... What DC should do is take advantage of the oversaturation that Marvel is giving us and just put out yeah. rarely and phenomenally. Safe, rare, and legal. 
Let's well, be. Oh that, no. That's what he said. He said it's not about how much; it's about how good. That yes. was Zaslav's quote. Yep. So if they want to do everything. like DC does with their black label, uh, black label comics, uh, make your releases more prestigious, uh, and people will flock to them more readily. But they're not doing that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is a sign that they're going in the right direction for that. But they had misses all last year. They did day and date releases all of 2021 for their movies, so it diluted the box office on all of mm-hmm. them. That was a mistake. I actually thought that was a good idea at first. Ended up being a huge mistake. They also they they axed a bunch of other stuff. Zaslav is also the guy who get ready for this if you didn't know this, he's the one who who axed uh, CNN Plus in its third week. Yeah, so you, can, you can thank David Zaslav for, yeah, for bringing that to Yeah, my guy. So he's, uh, he's clearly he's very clearly uh, he knows a failing project when he sees he one. He sure does. What I'm saying CNN uh, Plus and Batgirl. That's no, incredible. But dude. I just I don't understand the you know cutting your losses thing. Um, if these CNN test Plus. screenings were so bad. Yeah, you're either gonna lose like a hundred million dollars and by by scrapping it entirely, or you're gonna lose like fifty million by they still had by market. releasing it on HBO Max mm-hmm. and letting it do terribly. They still right? would have, they still would have had to market it, which is another forty five million dollars. Market it and then to break. But they but then they that would mean they're even. At least, right? That, that puts no. I'm saying another. They would have to spend another forty-five million dollars, bringing the total to almost one hundred and fifty million for a movie yeah. that was never. That's essentially when you think about it. Did you ever see? I mean, like those, if you take the most minimal approach yeah. to marketing it, oh. and then release it only on on HBO Max, I got it. You bring back. How bad the, could it possibly? You bring be? back the beloved Halle Berry's Catwoman. Yes, and you combine go. those two. And then you just release it into the wild. Or they they did a really, really bad well. Birds of Prey TV series on television oh. years ago. No See, way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In like two thousand and one or something. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Combine all that. Relaunch CNN Plus. Put it on CNN Plus. CNN Plus becomes almost like this satirical meta comedy channel. Blows up. That would be incredible. Put us in charge. Uh, but I'm saying, like, if Zaslav had been uh, had been in charge before, I don't think the Birds of Prey movie would have ever come out. Uh, 2002, Dina Meyer, Ashley Scott, and uh, I don't know. I bet you somebody in the chat watched it. I never watched it. Uh, There's always someone in the chat who's uh, watched Dina Meyer played something. Barbara Gordon. Dina, Dina Meyer. Also, I know I confidently said I don't need a computer before we went on air because I don't have one today. But can someone find out who wrote this and what they wrote? Because I'm very curious about that. Who wrote Batgirl? Yes, uh, the one that got scrapped. Mm-hmm. So, uh, to me... They they should I I don't know if the best idea if the best idea here is to, is to scrap it but it is kind of unprecedented. Well, uh, your point. This had this had J.K. Simmons in it. This was not like a cheat movie. Whoa. to make. He was playing her dad. Really? Yes. Did you see? Did you see played, Whiplash? He was the Snyder verse James Gordon. Uh, oh, that's Jim Gordon. right. So they brought him in. They brought in Michael Keaton. Like they they spent a lot of money on this movie. They just didn't spend. It, it's almost like they were in this weird middle ground where they spent the hundred million or the seventy million. They should have just spent the. Two hundred million made it a studio release, yeah. uh, and go for it. Guys, but it proves that they never had any faith in it to begin with. The directors were the two guys who did Bad Boys for Life, which was fine. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, Bad Boys for Life was great. Yeah. Bad Boy, Bad, oh, Bad Boys for Life was great. Uh, I think setting preparing a film for release only on streaming platforms is setting it up for failure because well, and Brett made a good point. And not not because of the budget because she they wrote all. Bumblebee. They all believe in the prestige oh, okay. of a theatrical release, yeah. and it it poisons the water. Um, the Bumblebee trailer was good. The movie was fine. It, it just sounds like a studio she assassin. Did, she did the Flash script too, so she's getting her money either way. Uh, Christina Hodgson, yeah, she did the she did the Flash script. So she's like, I, this movie gets canceled. Ezra's out attacking people. Can I get a break, oh ladies my and gentlemen? God. They announced like. 
nothing God, at Comic-Con, and then they say Marvel uh, announced more than a dozen films. They might as well toss oh. it And now it's like this weird space race where, like, on both ends, we're just getting, like, trash. They should just throw just around the new Bill Cosby comeback movie at this point. Let's go. <laughs> what, 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 what does he star in? Blade? Okay. <laughs> what? They've got Mahershala Ali playing Blade. Maybe they have like elderly Blade. A mentor. I'm yeah. I'm wondering, has DC ever like thrown out a film that was completed like this Not, before? I, I don't think that you very know many that this has ever happened. At the very least, they would have dumped it onto a streaming service yeah. to, to make some money back. It uh, must have been really bad. But honestly, if, long... if the actors got paid and it was that bad that it's not going to be released and be something people see good for them, they yeah. got paid anyway. There's a long history of like scrapped film ideas. There was once going to be a Nicolas Cage Superman movie. Really, I remember that. I see, remember that. You can see the the test screenings online. It's it's incredible. Watch that. You can watch the test footage online. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, <gasps> it's, it looks like it's shot on like a high eight camera that like a serial killer would have oh like to, to film his victims with. It's, it's, Send it's awful. That to me. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> do you want to do super chats? Okay. <laughs> on that note, uh, F off said. Brett, turn on your Instagram dark mode. Get with the time. I'm on the computer. I don't. Cho- I don't choose do any. Do you have mode. it on dark mode on your phone? Uh, yes. What is that? I'm so old. Um, you can, it, it's like either a white background or a black uh, background. Yeah. I have I mine on care. light mode. I have everything on light mode. I think mine For might actually Lord. be. Yes. Shout mine out. might actually be. Shout out. Day. <laughs> the time of day. Like it turns. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, There's also one more from F off above. Oh. Um, I approve of the co-co-host. Co-co-host. <laughs> oh, I was like, like Coco Puffs, but it's like co-co-host. Co-co-host. <laughs> Jonathan Harris said, don't worry, Brett. Chet will call you one day. I, I haven't given him my phone number. He, so no, you don't even can't. have to give him your phone number. He'll he just call you. He'll find you. <laughs> Justin Gielen said, Chet is spitting, homie. I manifested a reward pulled at random at work today out of 26 other employees. Get on your own frequency, guys. Yeah. He actually wrote a really interesting write-up about the... When I hear Chet Hanks talk about frequencies, I think of like a weird bro jock version of a crystal chick. Like, <laughs> like, ah, yeah, like, it's like the like Sigma males are <laughs> yeah. just like the crystal witches yes. of TikTok. Which, by the way, if, if a crystal girl who... Shout out to all my exes in LA. <laughs> if <Ooh>. they <laughs> said it to me, I'd be like, that's stupid. And when Chet says it to me, this is why sexism is real, guys. Yeah. The patriarchy is real. Because when Chet Hanks says it to me, I'm just like, You're like take yeah, my money, please. Yeah, take it all. Take it all. I want abs. Um, Congrats <laughs> on your manifestation, whatever it was. Yeah. Jonathan Harris said, Mary's description of her phone call sounds like a modern day version of a prophet hearing from God. <laughs> the international phone call is by far the funniest thing <laughs> I have ever heard in my life. <laughs> Um, more to come, I hope. Caper 2X said, no, Chet. Mary is not fed. Brett is. Hi, Taylor. Mm. Hi. I mean, I, would I be the... I feel like if How I was are you fed, the fed... If I was a fed, I would be more offensive, like, trying to, trying to like, trick everyone You're trying being, to rein me in yeah. every day. Yeah. Right. I'm not um, the fed. Carnell said, hail pop culture crisis and crisis actors. Let's be honest. More people found out about Batgirl yesterday than knew it was even in production. Yeah, Dude, <laughs> in production. The fake love, outrage is real. Yeah, I was lo- there outrage? I mean, I didn't see like I, I saw nothing. We but talked about it briefly one time before yeah. on the show. But. I love superhero flicks. I really used to love when they did highlight female characters. I remember back in the '90s, my favorite Lethal Weapon was when they threw Renee Russo in. I would love when Batgirl made cameos because you're kind of like, oh, this is this rare like kick-ass girl thing. Like Maybe I would, it, yeah. It? And then they started screwing it up. I think was it Catwoman that was the first? Just it was just so bad. Did you watch Alias? 
Oh yeah, I loved Alias. Uh, the the J.J. Abrams show, yeah, with Jennifer great. Garner, yeah. the one who's no longer married to my favorite uh, uh, Batman, Ben Affleck. Sorry, Dane. Oh yeah, he's not even my favorite. Ben's been <laughs> taking it, but um, Ben was great. But uh, and he's going to be him and Michael Keaton are going to be in the Flash movie, and then Ben and then um, Ben Affleck will also be back as Batman in Aquaman. Great. So. Uh, you go. He, he got to it. marry J Lo again. Or no, sorry. For the first time, he got to marry J Lo. Now he gets to be Batman again. It's, My uh, man. It's all coming up days. I will. I, I will always love anyone who was in those early Kevin Smith movies. Oh yeah, Dogma. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, like, absolutely. dude, he's great. Yep. Her. Someone uh, made me laugh in the chat. Her costume looks like a jacket from Goodwill with a bat symbol sewn on the front. Exactly. It, it looks it, like it's supposed to be a motorcycle jacket, and they just like. Then they also said. Cat, um, you can't call Catwoman a woman anymore. Cat birthing person. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cat what Wimix is a Catwoman? Catwomixon. <laughs> Alex said, "What if somehow fake evidence tied Ezra Miller to some alt right group? I wonder if his pronouns would save him then." Hmm. Probably not. Uh, I don't know. My pronouns are alt right. He's gotten away with so much <laughs> this, this far. Like, <laughs> uh, Cs Santos said, "If Food Fight." eventually found a release date 10 years later this movie will probably find its way to your local one dollar movie bin cult classic infamy batgirl um i would love for that like they spent years like uh, promoting the snyder cut and wanting to get the snyder cut released they eventually got that released maybe we can one day yeah. see this release that would be that would be great I, I i'd be okay with it james orenthal when said giving an ego pump to midwest also taking advantage of mary reading what uh I, don't know. I have no idea what that is. I, I'm I, sorry. Uh, finally, holla to Taylor and Kiljitsu. Kiljitsu. I like that. Midwest. Let's start that. Wait, is this trying to get you to say something like when um, I think they it, give a name it's that actually... that or it's gibberish, and either way, I'm not reading it. Sorry. I, I remember when... <laughs> I can't figure out what it's supposed to say. Guys, let's just focus on my awesome new nickname. Can yeah, Kiljitsu. Kiljitsu. I, I, I remember... That'll be your own school. When there was yes. the whistleblower and everybody kept super chatting Tim with the whistleblower's name. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yikes. We won't say that. I, I, in fact, I don't remember it. And I'm not saying wow. it. Wow. So. Uh, F Off said, what I think is going to happen with the movies is cut Batwoman, take the losses, then release the Flash just to get some cash, and then file an insurance claim because of Ezra. <laughs> uh, he's a walking claim of some sort. Like Ooh. he's uh, he, he he's not. He's the, a walking he's a, allegation. He is a walking. That's, that's what a he, great he should star in a movie in a, as a character named the allegation. The allegation. Yeah. <laughs> Waffle Sensei, the empirical said Shazam was great. Objectively, yes. the best DC film to date. And the lady who played like the the, the foster mom is a, a, a smoke show. Why did I see that? I'm gonna go rewatch it because of you guys. Great. Now Chad is gonna watch this, and you you just said smoke show oh, no. oh, thanks yeah. a lot i just got no. in so much trouble with with uh with chet uh jonathan harris said jamie dark mode is a game changer Ooh, okay I'm feeling uh dark thanks dude um big dave said first time watching the show i usually listen to the podcast at work jamie your laugh is the best yeah thanks buddy it was Marta Milan's that's who plays uh, Rose Vasquez. Perfect. It's great. All right. That's all, right. all the super chats. All right. Uh, we are going to talk about John Boyega. Uh, I, I was. Did, I don't know if anybody here watched the new Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. Uh, if, okay. I didn't really care for it. I saw all of them once. I didn't get through 
uh, Rise of Skywalker. I think he's great. I, I, he is a, he is a great actor, and he got objectively screwed in in, in the process of, yeah. of that film series. Did you but watch, you also but, weren't invested in Star no, Wars to begin with. No, I was not. Interesting. So it so. says John Boyega rejects Marvel for now. He says I want fresh ideas, and you can't top Iron Man, anyways. And that's really the long and the short of it, right? Is like everyone knows we've we've talked about this a lot. It's like you know when it's organic. You know when something is actually part of the public consciousness. Nobody cares about what were we talking about yesterday. They're like I can't wait for Andor. We're they were, they were tweeting these things about Andor that were like extremely emotional. Like, um, the the Disney Star Wars fans are a breed of their own. Um, <laughs> they were like, it looks like it's gonna be so raw and vulnerable. Like the plot is just so deep and meaningful, and the trailer is like a minute long. The and the, they could have done worse with the trailer for sure, but. So he says in here, he says he shut, he's shutting down the rumor that he was going to be involved in Captain Marvel in the Captain Marvel sequel called The Marvels. And he says... Uh, when he's like, don't about, even insult me with that. Yeah, he, <laughs> he says, that's not, the vi- uh, that's not in the vision for me now, Boyega said about the Marvel, <laughs> about the Marvel <laughs> movies. I want to do nuanced things. I want to donate my services to original indie films Ooh. that come with, fr- uh, with new, fresh ideas because I know it's real hard to top Iron Man in that universe. He objectively knows that you're not going to be Iron Man. Do you think that um, this, I guess, Marvel's dominance it needs to be challenged by like hipsters coming back and like people That's being snobs again? That's never the again? answer. Oh yes. Like people being film snobs again and <laughs> like hipsters, only making yeah. friends based on like you've seen the same obscure oh, you went indie to a Mar- film that oh, I have. Marvel movie. Oh my god. Like, can people be a little bit snobbish about their tastes again? I I, I think that. The Eternals really was a wake-up call um, where... Because back in the day, a Marvel movie comes out, yep. it's going to crush, yep. period. It's going to crush. It's going to have decent reviews at the worst, great reviews at the best. What's so cool about Boyega is... Did you ever see Attack the Block? I did not. Phenomenal. Yep. Phenomenal. And I think that was his... Maybe debut, or at least when people were like, who is this? His, the, only, the first thing I saw him in was the 24... Was oh, yeah. Two, yeah. And, I, and I just like... Eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, 24, you just got to accept yeah. how bad it is. And yeah. I've rewatched I, that. The original 24 is fantastic. It was great. It's like they, they just resurrected something that didn't need to be resurrected. I, I just thought it was so fun. I just called it Black 24. I was like, I'm watching Black 24. And it was it was <laughs> so fun. It was called Live Another Day. It, it was. But it was called Black 24. Um, and so I... Um, what's so cool about this is... One, it could be so easy for him to take a paycheck. Yep. Two, the fact that he said, like, I want to use my voice to lift up movies that wouldn't be that wouldn't be heard either. But three, it's so easy. So many people take this get off my lawn approach to movie making where it's or, or, or to sorry, movie going where it's like all oh, these people, they just do reboots and blah, 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 blah. But Hannah, they that's ne- me. Yeah. And Hannah Claire. That's a lot of people. Yeah. But they never offer up solutions or new and original but it's not the moviegoers job to offer up a solution again so i agree with you though like i don't disagree with you but what i'm saying is it is nice to see somebody step up like with power and like speak for people who feel that way and just be like i'm not gonna partake in this i want to help original movies because look there are ways you can do remakes 21 Jump Street being a great example that are original and clever and flip the idea on their head or whatever. Like you can 
do it, you can make it good. But I think the majority of people agree with you, Mary, as like I do. I want to see original ideas. Josh Harton did that when he, he, he was on his way to mainstream success early Thank in his you. career and then seemed to veer off into the mostly indie indie realm. He talks here about uh, his, his agent talks here, says his goal as an actor has always been to disrupt the industry and also to make history. And it would have been funny if his agent was like, I don't know what John's talking about. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> uh, but we've got him lined up for the next Captain Marvel. Six Marvel movies. <laughs> his agent just like looking at like the paycheck he would be getting if he went to Marvel. Ma- to, to He's like Marvel sweating. He's like, dude, like, come please. on. Yeah. And he says, his uh, statement is to my wife and family. I'm sorry I let you down. For I John, will. it was so never, for John, it was never about trying to fit in that box. He wants to be the outline of the box. Boyega has purposely avoided playing enslaved people and drug dealers on screen in order, in order to disrupt the system for black performance performers. I now I, imagine all old white dudes being like, I will not play what's CEOs What's the reasoning anymore. behind like, that? Uh, it's, well, remember, Kiki Palmer said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, I'm not going to... She's like, I won't play stereotypical... No, she said she just, she just... Not that she won't play stereotypical roles for her race, but that she will not play villainous roles. Yeah, so... That is not anything to do with race. That's just about her not having range. That's... That, it's also... There's a, there's a lot of, like... Uh, it's not I don't privilege, agree with that. but it, that's, that takes balls to, like, limit yourself that And she heavily. limits herself by being hard to work with, yeah. uh, as we know from yeah. her incident with Bill Murray. Like, if you're hard to work with, then... No one wants to cast you, anyways. Also, let's let's face it. it. When John Boyega talks about not wanting to do Marvel, what he's really saying is, "I don't want to do Disney because Disney nerfed him in Star Wars and oh. then shrunk his picture on the poster, so that they could release the movie in China." Like, yeah. like he's maybe he just doesn't want to be insulted. That's also by, cool by yeah. Marvel anymore. That's also awesome. I mean, dude, in a world of sellouts, yeah. you see someone cool do something like this, and you go, "Yep, I'll take it." Yeah. But it also, I wish he would speak out about that in particular. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he yes. has. He, he, he spoke out about like feeling like he was hard done by, by Star Wars and stuff like that. But, he, but don't make it seem like it's yeah. artistic, you know, yeah. if you feel slighted. So it says uh, joining Marvel would, uh, would give Boyega his second Disney-backed franchise following his role as Finn. He should have been the main character in the sequel trilogy, not, yeah, yeah, not yeah, Daisy yeah. Ridley. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, so... Uh, I, do, is this like one of those things like do you think that a lot of like it's kind of a place of not privilege but like to be able to like it, it speaks to his like talent and his marketability that he can be that picky yeah uh, at, the, at such a young age like he's not very old as far like, as far as I know he's he's still quite young no well that's what's um, awesome he could do whatever he wants he could so, he could be a sellout and by the way he'd probably still make it work but he's he's, he's if putting you're his highly money, sought after you get to sort of become a tastemaker in the yeah. industry. But also a lot of people who are highly sought after just kind of had spent years selling out and doing whatever, yeah. you know, they were told and before like bootlicking. Yeah. There's yeah. a there's a great uh, honest trailer for like uh um the Taken franchise. Yeah. It says the they, they show all these roles that Liam Neeson before says, so uh, now this starring, uh, the movie that finally paid for Liam Neeson's college, kids' college funds. Like, because he, he'd been, he was in Schindler's List, he's in all these movies, right. and he finally made his money through the Taken franchise. Right. And now uh, every character he plays is a same, version of that. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw Blacklight or whatever it was, or uh, whatever that last one was. It was bad. It looked really it bad. bad. But but I I like Taken again for all the wrong reasons. I, I love that first take. I love I love the how first not, one and the third one were fun. I love how not of a teenager the dot. Uh, what what what's that actress's name? Oh like, yeah. Uh, she's like they're like she's sixteen. I'm like thirty six maybe. Yeah. Like she's she's not. Well, 16. that's how it always is. Uh, but, with, the, but like, casting teenagers. In this case, she doesn't even look. 
16. She's like, she doesn't look early 20s. She looks like she's in it's her late 20s. not fooling anybody? No, it wasn't fooling anyone. In fact, now I got a... What's her name? Somebody in the chat. Was remember. she the one from Lost? Uh, was Lost Maggie Grace. Yeah, Maggie Grace. She was she's Lost. like, even in the first one, she's like, and also they're like, it proved how out of touch the writers were because she's like, I'm going on, I'm going to follow you two around Europe. I'm like, no 16 year old no, no. in the 2010s is going to follow you two around anywhere. Guys, I was, I mean, <laughs> I, I remember, I, again, this is going to sound like old old progressive Jamie coming out. Take a mind. I love Taken. I've seen it several times. Taken 3, fantastic. The only reason I didn't like Taken 2 was there were, weren't enough fights. Um, Taken 1 was clearly written by a angry, divorced dad who was just like, because you remember like the stepdad yeah. was this evil, oh, rich yeah. guy and nobody wanted to talk to Liam Neeson and his dumb daughter if she just listened to him and his dumb wife if she just listened okay, to him. Okay, but hey, that's, you leave if alone. like there's an audience that wants to cathartically watch oh yeah that, it was me you know? an angry divorced guy for uh, the record well i mean <laughs> it was without without the kid oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> jamie's I, I not complaining he's like it was amazing yeah, to be clear it was great <laughs> yeah. but let's all admit who wrote that movie where he was just like a stupid idiot if she listened to me <laughs> there was also something the other day about like I, I was reading a comment section and they said why is it that russians are never the bad guys in movies anymore i'm like russians what? have been the go-to bad guys in movies they were for, just like, the last gun maverick they were, like the yeah. last 15 years they have been the bad like, in every john wick movie it's an angry russian guy yeah uh, no, like it's like they're always the go-to bad guys that's because silly. because it's okay to to beat up Russian people. That's yeah. that because nobody cares about Putin because yeah. Russian people don't have souls and, and, and also, don't have souls and they right? don't care about and they don't care about us. Like they, they're like they, like uh, Putin. I'm sure they're not hurt by it. Putin legalized <laughs> Putin legalized uh, piracy just because they stopped releasing movies it's and stuff over there. So base. I'm sorry. That's base. Yes, he's that's just true. like, oh, you're not going to give us your movies. We're, We're going to we'll get take them anyways. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's Do true. I like Putin? That's very. That is a funny move. So, I'm just uh, saying, like, he has his, his bright spots. Yeah. So <laughs> riding uh, shirtless on a horse and the piracy thing. <laughs> uh, John Boyega is clearly like, I kind of like the idea of young actors. Like, don't uh, don't complain about ro the roles you're getting. Put your money where your mouth is and don't take a role if you don't feel like... I hate it when they take the role, they do the role, and then later down the line they complain about having to yeah. do it. Right? Like, I never hear Denzel Washington complain about all the roles he's played. And my fi my second favorite movie of all time is American Gangster, yeah. uh, in which he plays uh, a drug uh, a drug kingpin. Uh, but I also love Man on Fire uh, yeah. and all these other things. He's a training day where he's a, a, a corrupt cop. He never You never hear him saying, like, oh, I'm really worried about... He understands that what he's doing is an art form. Wait, mm -hmm. very important question. Should I watch Man on Fire again? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I liked him in The Equalizer, which is kind of similar character. But I remember I saw Man on Fire in the theater, and it was when all those bad Punishers were coming out before mm. the, the uh, Netflix series. And I love Punisher. And I was kind of like, ooh, this is sort of how I feel like Punisher should have been. But then I never rewatched it. Uh, my my mom. Uh, my mom. Uh, did, or taking of Pelham one two three. That I didn't see. Yeah, I okay. know what you're uh, talking about. He, he's he's fantastic. So like you never hear him complaining about doing these because he's done all yeah. of these diverse roles. Uh, and you never hear him complaining about what that meant. He just knows that what he's doing is creating art. Was the put your money where your mouth is? Was that the acting thing you said you liked? That boat, boat, the, yeah, he's not. He, he's he's, yeah. he's passing on hundred, you know millions and millions of dollars because he wants to do stuff that he feels is important to him. I I make fun of the the art nerd aspect of Hollywood all the time, where they pretend like they're doing something great for society, but really it's it's a money industry. Yeah, and I gotta tell you, I mean, you can the opportunities to blow up on your own without 
Cloud Studio backing are so big now that it is more possible because I don't know. It's, it's an oversaturation. Well, like you kind of gotta wait to get picked. Well. Compared to, like, in the 1990s, you had to take whatever was offered to you or else, like, what are you going to do? And by the way, I'm not even talking about TikTok or podcasts or anything like that. But just being able to – you look at the Duplass brothers before they went to Sundance. They just made an indie film in Austin by themselves with their own money, got into Sundance, and now are, like, two of the most sought after, like, writer-directors. And they did it with their friends and they did it with handheld cameras. Or I think they actually did it with an iPhone. And so you can make short films. You can put it out there because it's easy to look at what Boyega said and been like, well, it's easy for you to say you're rich and famous. But if more young actors said no to garbage parts, maybe that'd be less garbage You said it's a money industry, and that's true. But uh, to people who for whom money is no object, then I think it's fair to expect that they should only pick uh, or take roles that actually speak to them that they think are are fresh or artistically like aligned with what they want to play. Yeah. Like what's wrong with Robert De Niro? At the, like when Bad Grandpa started, it was like, bro, you were one of the most respected actors in the world. You're so rich. Why are you still making yeah. insane movies? But it's also it could just be like he's he. Uh, they're also well, allowed it, to have I get fun. it. Like you don't take it that seriously. Yeah, he's allowed to like, have fun. That's, you can do both, yeah. right? Uh, like throw your weight around a little bit. I think that's a fair ask for some of these actors. Also, it's fair to point out that he did already make Star Wars, so he's made money it's not like he's not he's not uh saying this while not having made any money he's that's clearly, why yeah. Uh, yeah 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 that's why i'm saying yeah. Uh, i think, yeah. I think different there. different actors will view it different like some people it's just a role and yeah. they see it's within their range and they can nail it and other people don't want to be portrayed in a stereotypical sense for their own personal reasons i, I feel think like it's up to each individual it's their prerogative i feel like that's a, a product of the newer generation I, like, yeah it's I, I not something i don't think that level of like uh um self uh, i don't know what the term would be I, I don't think that that level of self-consciousness about the social aspect of it would have been present in the in the 80s and in the 70s totally 80s, so. like why yeah. does anna de armas think it's groundbreaking to be casted as marilyn monroe because she's cuban it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Marilyn I don't Monroe think an actress <laughs> like 20 years ago would have said anything remotely like that. And, uh, and well, because they weren't allowed to talk. <laughs> uh, well, and, and listen, and, in and 2000, yeah, sure. <laughs> she's, a, she's another example of organic stardom now, too. Her name is thrown around and everyone knows who she well, is. Well, her, Anya Taylor-Joy, yeah. and Margot Robbie, I think. Yes. I have it there. Ah, Margot Robbie. Those are those are people where well, whenever I, I read these articles, that's what I do all day. I read articles about uh, they're like, oh my god, this groundbreaking role that this person played. I'm like, I don't know who that is, and I read this stuff all day long. <laughs> you're lying. You're you're legit. You're not just me. You're in your malicious. It, nothing is groundbreaking yes, anymore. Uh, nothing is actually. Um, there's nothing as so, like underground <laughs> anymore, and there's nothing that everyone likes anymore. We're so split up. 
Um, and I'm going to call for snobbery to make a return again. I like, call it snobbery. Don't call it hipster. Nope. You call it hipster and you think of just like. Same difference. Hipsters died. Snobs. No. Hipsters died when none of them had the, the balls to Hipsters wear. Hipsters were unabashed elitists. They never had the guts are to wear a makeup. Are hipsters still a thing? They never had the guts to wear no, a makeup. Are there people who call themselves hipsters still? Ironically. ironically. None of them wore a Make America Great Again hat. I that would have been That's the super hipster. You yeah. would have gotten the most hipster. Oh, that would have been the best. If they just walked around like, what are your three favorite Trump speeches? MAGA <laughs> hipsters. Amazing. That would be amazing. You're not even a real Trump. What year did The Apprentice come out? Right. <laughs> no, there. that's a real thing. Like, purity spiraling, but... Let's use that to oh, thank you. Oh, oh. Let's use like purity spiraling and elitism to remedy the film industry. <laughs> the film Let's do if it. we can't save politics, we will save the film industry. I yeah. love it. We're doing I love it. that. I love that. Uh, Let's do super chats. Hobbit said Disney Star Wars fans are brainwashed or blackmailed. How are they blackmailed? Um, I agree that they're brainwashed. I'm not allowed to talk about it. Oh. Well. <laughs> that was it. Uh, Charles Fritz said, do y'all think Disney will ever make a good decision and give us a Tron 3, preferably with no wokeness in it? Nope. Hashtag Flynn lives. There was something just All I remember day. from Tron is that people only watched it for how it looked, like Avatar, and that was good enough for me at the time. Guys, like, I stayed strong. No, not great plot-wise. I think it's sad that Disney has gone woke. Well, yeah. Because, like, <laughs> we all grew up on Disney. Are you going to be happy about it? Give us back Ariel it's giving just sad up her it's, voice for It's such a, a nostalgic thing for so many people. They, it's the nostalgia that they weaponize mm -hmm. intentionally. They're, okay, yeah. There, there was a rumor of Tron 3 uh, with Jared Leto from uh, Garth Davis. I, I remember this. Uh, I don't know if this is actually going to happen. And, and let's be fair. If Disney's making it, no, it's not going to When be. did I start hating Jared Leto and Jake Gyllenhaal? I used to like Jake Gyllenhaal because I grew up on Donnie Darko. And then did you? I angrily sent it to oh, you. I and no one that. responded to me. Uh, that their remake. Speaking of bad remakes, Mary, Roadhouse with Conor yeah. McGregor and Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, so random. That's let's it. go. Roadhouse is, I, I posted a tweet that kind of blew up. I went on a date and when I got to the bar, uh, this is in Los Angeles uh, last week, the the bartender outside who was this like jacked good looking dude was stretching and he had his leg up on the railing like an intense stretch and I go hey man are we getting ready for like a roadhouse situation and he just goes I don't know what that means you shouldn't be allowed to be a bartender you should be fired the I don't care if you know how to make a drink talk to me about roadhouse did he uh, did, did, were you like Sam Elliott Patrick Swayze doesn't, doesn't matter he was a lost cause <laughs> stupid LA I hate LA <laughs> Jonathan Harris said, I, what does that mean? <laughs> Mary's just rage. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I don't know I, how to correct There's a what typo. you typed. Um, Guys, can I get a, can I get super chat money for saying that I stayed? Oh, I remember. Might be remembered. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, money. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being so excited for John's character in Star Wars and being so disappointed he didn't get a good fleshed out character. That's I've never seen. Great point. An MC, he sidelined so hard. It was, uh, it was kind of. Sh I mean, also, it's one of those things where Daisy Ridley, um, who's not by any means a bad actress, oh, she's good. but uh, it, it was so blatant. And at that time, everyone was already. I mean, uh, by the second movie, everyone was already angry with Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, it was never going to work. And uh, and then when they shrunk him on the poster, and then they shrunk Black Panther on the poster. Uh, anyone paying attention to the industry is That's like, funny. how is this not more 
how do no, more normies not know that this stuff is going on? I don't you forget know. that you're in a bubble. Like, I mean, I, I always have to point out to people, like, whether you believe you are or not, you're in your own... Because your phone and your computers are algorithmically designed, you create your own bubble right. without even realizing it. You can uh, say whatever you want about where you get your information, but your views Correct. are going to reinforce the information. And most of the people who I know just aren't going to know that this stuff is happening at Disney because they don't care. Like, none of them... Uh, I, I was pointing out, like, uh, we were talking about The Little Mermaid being... Uh, that the Halle Bailey or uh, whatever her name uh, is that her name Halle Bailey yeah the um is playing the the Little Mermaid and, and like they, just, they don't know they don't care it's fine mm-hmm. it's whatever they don't care uh, Caper Two X said Mary the problem is not Marvel but Disney mm. make mine Marvel uh I I don't know if I would uh, I would go that far uh, I I don't know if I buy that the executives at Marvel are uh, over are there any better I don't know if he's talking about Marvel comics or Marvel but film he's just going to be dogmatically Marvel very, no he, matter what he so. loves his Marvel yeah. that's fine um also Caleb South I kind of don't want to read that sorry <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Harris said. Get DC to grab Boyega and make a new Green Lantern. Yeah, Stuart. Whoa. Yeah, they could do that. That would be cool. Uh, I don't know if... Uh, they, they seem to have a real hard time committing to putting Green... It's like literally uh, Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern was so bad that yeah. they've like... That they refuse to, to really give it another go. And Green Lantern is a character that has a lot of name recognition yeah. given that like a lot of normies who have never read a comic book in their life uh, know who know that Green Lantern is a thing. By the way, I remember people, at least like in my circle, I don't know if like publicly, but I remember people blaming Ryan Reynolds on that and then Deadpool went and they snagged him up and he became like... Yeah, the, but he fits, he fits Deadpool. He doesn't fit he doesn't fit green light. for sure yeah. but but that's what i'm saying about like dc can just take good things and make them bad <laughs> they do seem to be very good at that charles fritz said my favorite liam neeson is comedy liam neeson like in high spirits or as dark man Ooh, who's dark man yeah uh waffle sensei the empirical said if you want an idea about how the og star wars fan base feels about the new trilogy just look a, look at a compilation of yeah. Mark Hamill talking trash on the films. I mean, I, I go back and forth on Hamill because he's so like he's so riddled with TDS, but then he's also so based when it comes to Star Wars that yeah. it's like uh, <laughs> uh, it's really funny. Like, yeah, hmm. I'm not even going to try to pronounce this username. Sorry, um, but he said, "Make it rain." Yep, crisis money. I don't yeah. know if that's uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Waffle Sensei, the Empirical, said, Brett is right. Finn should have been the main character in the trilogy. That's what they advertised to us, but then they ruined his character. Yep. Um, like I said, I only saw the first two once each, and I couldn't even get through uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So. I'm bad up. I'm not reading that. <laughs> <laughs> Gross John said, Tim Pool really likes The Patriot with Mel Gibson. Is that movie good? I've only seen The Patriot once, and I remember almost none of it. I am a bigger fan of uh, Dances with Wolves. I'm a bigger fan of Lethal Weapon. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> Hobbit said, YouTube won't let me uh, SC? Super chat. Oh, super mm-hmm. chat, the word for Northern Asians. Well, Hobbit, that is, uh, YouTube finds that offensive, so. <laughs> Joseph said, Hollywood is cancer, learn to swim, change my mind. And touch there grass. You there you go. <laughs> learn to swim and, and touch grass. Yep. Um, Dina Fash said Jim Carrey, when he was younger, should have done a remake of Gomer Pyle. Oh, my God. <laughs> J- 
if Jim Carrey retires, it will be a down. It will be a, a net loss for for Hollywood. Humanity. He's a weirdo. He's yeah. always been a weirdo. I mean, he kind of has. Right? But but he's kind. Of, he said he's going to retire after Sonic Two. I would invite him back for all the Sonic movies because sure. I loved both of the <laughs> Sonic movies. Uh, and as far as I'm concerned, I wouldn't say no to an Ace Ventura Three. Asian Where are three? young oh, yeah. actors that Would can do kill. that, like, body language acting? That, well, I think. I, it felt like Chris Evans was trying to do that in The in the Gray Man and failing. A little bit, yeah. He looks like he Pinocchio. Was all, yeah. <laughs> if he, you don't nail it, it, it doesn't work at all. Physical comedy is very, yeah. very yeah. difficult. I think we learned uh, um, Chris Evans, less comedy. Ryan Gosling, more comedy, more action. Because Ryan Gosling killed it in that movie. There, there, there was Gray a... Man. Yeah. Okay. So. Wesley thought it was he's, all right too. I don't know how you can kill it in something as mediocre as Gray Man. Because he's hot and he's doing martial arts. That's all Ryan Gosling. Okay, needs so to do. you were just attracted to him. Correct. Okay, cool. Yeah. The actor um, claimed. The I actor, don't even know if Drive was good. Same deal. <laughs> yeah. F off said I loved Ryan's Green Lantern. Well. You're what was not. the Green Lantern that Seth Rogen wrote or directed? That was the uh, Green Hornet. Oh, Green oh. Hornet. Unpopular. Yeah. Never, never mind. Never saw it. Also, Just know that he wrote it. I think I saw it and I was like, that was okay. And then I forgot about it. Yeah. Caper2x said for Jamie's help, I am Brett's hostage fund. Perfect. Also, <laughs> only $2. You know what else, you know what else we couldn't hey, get? Hey, man. Any, what else? any help. Any help. What we couldn't get now is a kick ass, a kick ass three. Oh yeah, Chloe Grace Moretz. And yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember. Kickass was cool. That yeah. first yeah. one, I believe, was uh, offensive. Yeah. Is that why? Is that what you're oh, saying? Oh, I did. Just, I don't think they. I don't think they. Well, Chloe it Grace was just Mer- super edgy. She would. Yeah, it was. It was pretty edgy. She wouldn't make that movie now, but she's also an adult. I miss so. Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah. Um, was the second one good? I don't think it was, right? I don't. I, I don't I remember. Don't even remember the first one. I like Mark Millar as like a comic writer. Yeah, dude. Is Preacher still on? No. That I wanted. Preacher was one of my favorite comic books. I grew up on it. I wanted it to be good so bad. I like Seth Rogen. Dominic, what's the the guy who played him? Is uh, and I just remembered just like not caring at all. Well, it's like it was like what was the other one that came out? At oh, that that's Garth Ennis, not Mark, Mark Miller. What, what was the other one that came out at that time about the insi- the asylum with the with the X Men characters? Oh yeah, I, I, same I, deal. And then uh, why Last Man Standing? I really liked the the that comic. was never going to work. No, and you know, I know. No, explain, no to, explain to these ladies the the, the premise of that show. It's uh, well the it, the comic which I remember liking by Brian K Vaughn. Uh, there is one man left on Earth. And that's and he has a little monkey, and that's the premise. But the show, well, I don't remember. Yeah, bad. Oh yeah, it was terrible. I mean, I I made it through like the first ten minutes. It uh, could work. It was it, right. It, it did, no, not in today's. No writer today could pull that off. It was about the women in the show. It was not about the. Oh. Uh, it was uh, Dominic Cooper. That's who was in Preacher. Um, yeah. Seth Rogen was one of the creators on that too. That's what I was saying. Yeah, like I should have liked uh, it, and I did not. And the other one was Legion. That was the one that. Uh, right. uh, I, I heard that was good, and then I didn't care. I think there's one more there. Waffle Sensei, the empirical, said, Dances with Wolves is better, but Patriot is amazing. Must watch. Tim should fire you all for not watching. Oh, interesting. That's a little extreme, dude. You know, wow. Um, uh, can we can we cut that part out? <laughs> frankly, I'm I'm a little insulted. That's, that's <laughs> I've seen it. So it's just, but still, that's that's very rude. That's, that's very rude. <laughs> all right, we're gonna move on, and we're gonna like I said, every every episode needs a layup every once in a while. Uh, who, who thinks that it will be very difficult <laughs> to talk about? Demi Lovato explains why she started using she/her pronouns again, adding them to her growing list. Well, it's gonna pronouns. be very difficult, Brett, because I don't know what to call her without getting to in go trouble. Off? 
Oh, yeah. Permission granted. Permission granted. <laughs> Let me brief you guys. Um, so last year in May of 2021, Demi Lovato on her irrelevant podcast, <laughs> 4D with Demi Lovato. She has a podcast? I know, right? They'll right. just give anyone, anyone a, pod- a podcast. They'll just be yeah. giving it to anyone. I bet she days. hasn't seen The Patriot either. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> she probably likes she, Ryan Reynolds. Just <laughs> yuck. She officially announced last year that she was going to start identifying as non-binary and going by they them pronouns. I was like, I know, I saw the haircut. I'm like, you don't have to tell us that. <laughs> and uh, at the time, she said that uh, it it best fit her the fluidity of her gender expression. Um, and she asked everyone to use they, them pronouns, and um, she she made sure to say that it's just what feels right to her, and, you know, no worries if you accidentally mess up her pronouns. Which oh, is fine. That's a cool thing that's to say. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard someone say that. I'm, yeah, I'm so, like, it. it wasn't anything uh, inflammatory or, like, vindictive at the time, but um, I... <laughs> It was just interesting how confident she seemed in announcing it at the time. She said, over the past year and a half, I've been doing some healing and self-reflective work. And through this work, I've had the revelation that I identify as non-binary. And with that said, I'll be officially changing my pronouns to they, them. I love that she made it like officially had a publicist announcement of this. (laughs) Yeah. And do it in front of the White House. This came after uh, that documentary ab- about her life that she she posted to YouTube in, I think it was 2018. I watched that, and it was following um, her drug overdose mm. where she, she almost died. And um, a lot of eyes were on her at the time, and she was just, in that documentary, just expressing a lot of her anger and recalling... Um, just what a bitter, angry, and disconnected person she was when she was still at Disney. Um, so I think what she was talking about with that like self-reflective work was post that explainer documentary actually processing what's happened to her. And uh, I gotta say, like I don't think she's done doing that healing with uh, this news that she's reverted back to she her pronouns and well, she's not just reverted back. she's she's added them to they they that so she did she them. say that because yeah. i thought she said so at, i'm adopting she that, her back at first that and then it came out what yeah. brett said that yeah. okay so she had to like clarify the, she has a lot of pronouns. she's collecting can you, them can you, yeah can you just keep adding them like pokemon to be fair so. the whole disney to downward spiral well, pipeline is really sad yeah. but it's like yeah. This is a former what's, child what's star it gonna be next year? who has identity issues. Yeah. Big whoop. I mean, That's I don't not too surprising. know if this is very unique in terms of Man, the former well, child stars, especially Disney kids. What Taylor said mm-hmm. actually kind of made me start to feel bad where Hollywood is so weird. And being mm-hmm. a star from that age is so weird. And like I have seen celebrities who are known for being train wrecks around their people, quote-unquote, their agents, their publicists, and these people are the monsters. These people are the demons. These are the people that are saying yes to all of these terrible things that are pushing them to make decisions um, that maybe they don't want to do. And just the thought of 
whether you want your pronouns changed or not, the thought of being in a place where you owe the world and Twitter an explanation of like how you're identifying when really you're just trying to like find a way to heal yourself, which should be something you do in private. Like you shouldn't be influenced by Twitter or society or an agent. You don't owe it to anyone but your loved ones, mm-hmm. um, or maybe a therapist. Like it's awful that people get put in these Thank circumstances. I, I also wonder sometimes um, if people who like, you know, go through the whole process of transitioning like it when people don't really do much to change the way they're appearing, but change their pronouns and take on this identity. Oh, yeah. She didn't try even to slightly change put it under the same umbrella appearance. as transitioning. Yeah, and I don't think she did claim it was, like, a transition as much as it was just how she wants other people to interact with her, mm-hmm. which I don't know how I feel about it because that's focused on the world around you and not on yourself. Um, I wanted to read this more recent quote from her, like, announcing that she's taking back those she her pronouns. She said, For me, I'm such a fluid person that I felt like, especially last year, my energy was balanced in my masculine and feminine energy. So that when I was faced with the choice of walking into a bathroom and it said women and men, I didn't feel like there was a bathroom for me because I didn't feel necessarily like a woman. How long ago was this? I didn't, this was recent. Okay. I didn't feel like a man, I just felt like a human. That's what they them is about for me. It's just about feeling human at your core. They need to just put biological on those signs. But like this is what I hate about. That would about eliminate some of the confusion. The, the appearance of a self-reflective statement that is actually not self-reflective at all. Mm. It's like, can we inquire into why you don't feel like a woman anymore after your looks and your identity have been exploited for over a decade? Don't feel like like a woman according to who or what. Oh, that's interesting. Mary, are you saying kind of like if you're seen as a female sex symbol for so long and that starts to hurt you, maybe this is just your way to like rebel? Yeah, and not just a, a sex symbol, but just like women are treated differently in the entertainment industry Mm -hmm. and it's a lot of pressure to have to feel a certain way look a certain way all the time and you know it's just it's not that hard to inquire like even scratch the surface of that question like why don't i feel comfortable being a woman anymore when I used to. I've seen a lot of women, even like in the skateboarding community who now uh, go by the they, them pronouns. And I, I feel like sometimes it's like an attack on tomboys too, that they feel like they're not feminine or they can't be women. Reducing femininity to the surface level. Mm -hmm. Like I like painting your nails and doing your hair. Like mm -hmm. that's, and I think when your you. when your career and your life is entirely image based, that's what you are convinced of after yeah. a while. So should we uh, start like uh, for the people that have trouble with stuff like this? Uh, maybe the first thing you have to do with any conversation is to clarify uh, when talking to someone, mentioning these things. Say when I talk about pronouns and gender, am I talking about biological sex or gender identity? And then clarify that first so that there's one less thing to be confused about when having these discussions with people. I disagree. No, I'm I'm asking. I'm saying is that the step forward? Like that's not that's the, not the step forward. Because it's not reasonable. It's not logical. But there is no ro- reason and logic in any of this. I think so many people are trying to equate the two now that. 
It, well, everything she's saying is about how people are supposed to address her and talk about her mm -hmm. and not how she feels or lives. Like, this has nothing to do with her lifestyle, her appearance. This is about other people's speech about her and to her. Yeah. Which is why I've always said that it, it, it is a weird form of soft censorship to be able to, to control how people talk about you through social well, I understand why she feels like she has no control, though. That's mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say is, like, I'm not totally lacking sympathy for, for where she's at. Like, if you don't want to be referred to you. as, like, with feminine pronouns anymore, I just wish that there was even the hint of, like, self-reflection about that mm. rather than just... Thank you. <laughs> Looking for the, the instantaneous solution of telling everyone else what they should say. Well, and again, we don't know, right? Because this could be where her people came in. This could be where she's... Imagine being an actress and venting this, like, desperately. Like, I'm having these identity issues. I don't know how I feel. And, and like, someone we've just goes, come up with the perfect solution. Yep, yep, yep. And it'll promote your podcast. Yep, 100%. And then you go, well, that does kind of make sense. I don't feel like a girl, and I don't feel like a... Okay, like maybe that is it. And then years later you go, ah, can we just add she, her back? Because now I'm even more confused. Like you don't know, man. Hollywood is so evil like that. Yeah, I mean, otherwise she wouldn't be in the news. Yeah. I mean, it's it sucks too because I know that she is like authentically talented. I Yeah, I, I think that she's a pretty talented singer. She's not at full capacity. Like she's not doing what she could be doing. And I think it's because she has too many middlemen trying to control her public image and also with since like she's recovering this, from addiction issues yeah, i feel yeah. like that's probably a she major hasn't had the setback chance to recover on her own and being in this since she was a child hasn't had the opportunity to to form her own identity and actually like by just talking that's about interesting it hasn't formed an identity yeah because by just talking about the pronouns it's sort of reductive, right? right it, it's yeah. reducing her down to that when, yeah, Taylor, I totally forgot about the drug stuff. And it's like, oh, this is like, this is a woman who just like needs help. Mm -hmm. And all we're talking about is, well, how do you refer to her? It's like, that's the least. And of, that's what I feel all she can talk about. Because yeah. it's like displacing my, my extreme discomfort with myself at the most fundamental level onto these words that people in the press use to talk about me. Right. There's also, um, I want to point out that uh, when I went to look up the articles, right? So as soon as she added she, her pronouns back to her, her writing, all the articles are they now referring to... They changed it back yes. even uh, retroactively? No, the, the old ones are, are they, them. Okay. But now, like, they're immediately like, oh, thank God, I can write it like a normal article now. Yeah. Like, yeah, like <laughs> I was looking through this, and they're all... Uh, it, Wait, are they going to all have to go back and switch the they, them no, now? No, so they're not... She's accepting them. both now. She's like, but, it's like okay. MasterCard and Visa, and, like, she'll, she'll If take, she had been switching from she, thank they... Thank God she's not Amex <laughs> or Discover. If she had been American switching Express. from she to they in this like mm -hmm. new announcement then they would have to retroactively go to the she or articles yeah. and change to like you see but not the other way around with actors who transition and then roles they did pre-transition you're like yeah. not allowed to remember that they like, were yeah Elliot not Page. transitioned Elliot Page. that's exactly. perfect example and that's another example where Elliot Page has publicly commented on like how deeply uncomfortable it I don't want to say I don't want to say the wrong pronoun or like get in trouble on YouTube. But like during the premiere of Juno, uh, Elliot Page commented that like they forced her to wear 
uh, like a dress and heels and makeup and do her hair this uh, and all of this stuff and it was like this movie about a teen mom and it's like with what you can imagine why that would make someone Mm -hmm. Uncomfortable right. with Tra- their femininity. Trans or not, that's gonna make regardless of anything. The actress from uh, what was it we reviewed recently from America, uh, Sochi Gomez. Like we're like, why are they making this fifteen-year-old girl? Yeah, it's look about like a aging too. Yeah, like, like aging um, people up, aging people down. Like there, you can never uh, not be like negated as a person. There's in also um, they talk uh, she talks about how uh, uh, Thank you. Uh, Sochi Gomez talked about how like playing that role um, what was it she, she it was like she felt like it was coming of age like a great story for young girls but then she doesn't look like a young girl then she promotes the it premiere, looking like a woman adult. in her 30s and then and Elliot Page talks about how uh, Elliot Page felt like really really free the first time got to wear like a suit to a premiere not have to wear a dress so, but know. it's like I'm freeing myself from the expectation to be this thing, but yeah. also like I don't know if that like escaping that expectation didn't require as much self reflection as being um, okay with the expectation. Yeah, as as just being neutral to yeah. other people's opinions about you, which is very very hard to do. I know that it is very very like I do not discount like for uh, for Demi Lovato for any of these people we make jokes and I certainly take my jabs at celebrities but I understand that it is very hard to have to hear uh, outward perspectives on your life uh, mm-hmm. all the time and that can't be easy so for that I have all the sympathy in the world especially like you said going through what she went through with ah. uh, her addiction just yeah. the general trauma of having to grow up with Disney. Uh, as your parent, basically. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like we, we've seen the theme of yeah. m- many stars coming out of Disney after being child stars and things going downhill. Not Timberlake. Them. That dude nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. I love that Brett started off with, uh, this is a real layup of a story. And now by the end of it, we're all like, man, mental health is hard. But another thing that I don't want to like brush past is I think this announcement might also be uh too convenient um, PR wise because I, I look at I look out? at Demi Lovato's Twitter and it's all promotion of this new music video for her song Substance where she's like lighting dynamite on a motorcycle with Paris Hilton. Hell it's yeah. interesting timing. <laughs> it's I'm just saying like dynamite on a motorcycle. That that's sounds why cool. I know that she has an album coming out. That's right. not it's as ghoulish true. as the women who make their claims about like stuff that happened to them 20 years ago in Hollywood. It's like by the way I'm promoting my book. I'm like <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I I, I, I saw know. one of those books today at the bookstore. Yeah. Your book was... that you can't put out because there's a paper shortage. <laughs> <laughs> Will we ever get Britney Spears's book written in crayon? Come on, never, never. All right, let's let's do some super chats. Okay, uh, we've got f off. We got some prawn bots in chat, boys. Woohoo! Uh, we got to go farther back up, um, but good for prawn bots. Well, I mean, no, but... <laughs> Charles Fritz. Oh. Chloe Moretz committed career suicide when she signed on to do Louis C.K.'s weird and controversial I Love You Daddy film that was never released. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Wait, what, was, what was, that? was that? I didn't hear about that. It was it was Louis's first attempt at a, com- at a comeback, which, by the way, Louis actually just wrote and directed a movie called Fourth of July that I really want to see with the comedian Joe List, which apparently did great. He just had some stuff with Andrew Schultz at an event. Well, that's why he started doing podcasts again, is he wanted to promote Fourth of July, because he hadn't done any podcasts since the controversy mm-hmm. hadn't done Rogan's and 
and now he's been going on uh, a bunch. He went on Shane Gillis's, and they didn't talk about the controversy at all. They only talked about every president that the United States has ever had. <laughs> it was awesome. Like, also, these guys know so much about history. Literally, it was Shane Gillis and Louis C.K. for six hours talking about giving the <laughs> history of presidents, and it was so good and so funny. But, yeah, 4th of July, I really want to see. And actually... Um, he just bought the rights back to the show Louis, which was really like critically acclaimed yeah, on was. FX. And uh, they did a behind, they, they, they did sort of a, him and my friend Bobby Kelly went through some of the highlights and talked about the writing process on YouTube. And now he bought it back from, I think it was Netflix that got rid of it. Mm-hmm. And you can get it on his website, on louisck.com, awesome. um, which is really cool. And I, I watching those clips, I remembered how good of a writer he is and how innovative and weird he is like that show was great what was this attempt at a comeback that they were referring to it, um, it was his first attempt and it was a movie like, and apparently the movie he's, was he's released comedy shady. special since then and he's he's back doing it I was mean, bad stand up he's doing fine again yeah but no apparently the movie was just like it was about oh set. I don't do you not know about what happens Louis C.K. Why don't you tell her? No, Gina? what? Oh, you don't know that Louis C.K. got canceled? I, well, I know that I know he got canceled. I'm that. asking about the film. That's what I thought. Okay, okay. yeah. Thank um, God I asked her. Girls, I would have been like, with the you film, don't have to explain but that part. I'd be like, all right, he's in a hotel room. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, what was the film about? Uh, do you? Do you? I, I. We can look it up. Um, I, I don't did you guys watch it? The, the titles. No, it Nobody watched it. Nobody. Oh, okay. I just thought you guys had both seen it. No, it got scrapped like. The so yeah, you know, me and yeah, Brett, the yeah, first yeah. time we hung out, decided to watch a sexy Louis C.K. film. Just, uh, just, just two guys yeah. hanging out I on just beanbag chairs. It's a sexy Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> I wore a sexy Woody Allen shirt. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> James Orenthal Wen said, "Demi, Demi was non-binary, just like Lil Nas X was gay." Hey, Lil Uzi Vert. He's still they, gay though. Lil Uzi Vert's they them now too, um, non-binary. Oh yeah. Yep. He also has a, a diamond implanted in his forehead. Yes, he does. So everyone, everyone wants to be unique, right? Yeah. Sure. Waffle Sensei, the empirical, says, suspicious timing to change back to a she right after Matt Walsh's What Is a Woman just came out recently. Well, I love the idea. I don't think she has any I, clue who no, Matt Walsh is. I love the idea she that a, she sits at home and watches the Daily Wire. A Daily Wire, Wire subscription. <laughs> like, like, all she does is she's got the Roku. Is that the You know one? what? Yeah. They should release Batgirl on, on the Daily Wire. Yes. <laughs> That's it. That's it. They de-wokeify it. Like, yeah, Daily Wire non-woke superhero movie. They would never be able to. Coming soon. They would never be able to get the rights to a a DC property. They'd have to create their own superheroes. Demi, they they did. They they had that one movie that's got advertised. I don't remember the name of it now. The The Gina Carano one? No, the one after that. Somebody in the the chat would know. But also, I I do love the... I I love the idea that Demi Lovato just loves Ben Shapiro. That's so funny. Like, she just sits at home and listens to Ben Shapiro. That's why her PR people are And Michael Knowles. And she can't talk about it. She can't talk... She, she feels very closeted. She's like, I really want to tweet about Michael Knowles. They're like, no, 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 no. What if you just come out as trans? <laughs> uh, Jonathan Harris said, dang, that pick gives Demi let me speak to your manager vibes. Didn't she already have a let me speak to your manager oh, moment with the, uh, the... I remember this. Yeah, the sugar-free, sugar-free ice snacks. cream. Oh, or no. like the sugar-free I, yogurt. I do not remember that. The I, frozen yogurt mm-hmm. incident. Of I stuck up for her. Because there was year. like diet... 
type of advertised foods there. And she was like, you there. can't even advertise that you have low sugar she, she was like frozen fat yogurt. Phobic That's or, so... It was triggering. <laughs> she said triggering. it was fat-phobic or ableist or triggering. Was she like, yelling at like a retail person? Or was it was like a she small business. She on social media, yeah. which is almost worse. It was what, like a frozen yogurt shop or yeah, something like that? Yeah, because then they got like review bombed. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I defend... I've defended her up until... I hope they got a bunch of support counteracted that's Um, good also i want to point out like me and dane were looking because when i was looking at pictures of demi lovato uh it it (laughs) actually broke my heart because she was uh like she's a beautiful woman when she was when she was younger and she just looks like she's going through something right now and it's affecting her her, it's affecting her health like her physical health yeah she shaved her head and gained a lot of weight and it's like why don't you want to be beautiful i think that needs to be asked maybe because she literally feels that people they can only be used against her yeah yeah um curtis terry said jamie your first irl appearance was a major part tim cast saving my life Thank you T-Y. for the... Thank the, you for... I don't know what that is. Get to it quicker. This is a compliment Heart, about me. T-Y-F-T-D. I saved someone's life. I tried hitting you up on Instagram. Oh, my, uh, my Instagram's you, a mess, but... If you have a chance, can you hit me up? Uh, cool. Yeah, if I see it, for sure. And I'm glad uh, I'm glad I did some good. Hmm. I, I'm, uh, I'm back on IRL tonight, so uh, let them boys know. F Off said, I don't feel bad for Demi. She's from <laughs> Albuquerque... Burke, a.k.a. Albuquerque. <laughs> I grew up there, and the chicks are nuts for real. Well, you know, I mean, all, all of them, this literally guy, all of this them guy are Albuquerque. This guy got Every his, last one. Somebody got his heart broken in Albuquerque. All of them. He's like, especially Deborah. If she's listening. Okay. <laughs> I remember what you did to me. Screw you, Deborah. The last of my kind said, hey, Mary, in the series finally of Community, Jeff and Annie talk about the social pressure of being forced to like Marvel movies. There's just nothing else. Dan Harmon Hashtag rules. Hashtag six seasons and a movie. Dan Harmon rules so it is, hard. It is really funny how like um, for all of like for an industry full of possibilities, like they're very like you have to like certain things and you're not like allowed to like other things. Like I have a friend who loves Batman and Robin. Yeah. Loves it. Doesn't care. Was that the one where they rollerbladed? That that was the one with the bat nipples. I'm pretty George, sure. I think Clinton. they also rollerbladed. Um, and, Chris uh, O'Donnell rollerbladed. And, <laughs> and, and, and he loves it. I love Batman Forever with Val Kilmer. Sure. It's not objectively a good movie, but I love that movie. But the, in those industries, they're, for, for being as open-minded as they claim, they certainly do enforce that you're only allowed to like Well, Ma- Mary things. wants more of that. More hipsters. Less Batman and Robin. <laughs> I, I fully stand behind that. Yeah. <laughs> Hobbit said gender fluid equals liquefied genitals? <laughs> I didn't Question know that. Mark? I didn't know that. Um, that's a disturbing revelation. The Ezra Miller stuff was the most uh, devious form of that when he was getting arrested and basically used his uh, his non-binary status. Like trans people should have been furious. To get a female to search him. Yeah. That's wrong. Yeah. That's very bad. Jonathan Harris said, I feel a... I feel pronouns are classist. If you don't like your gender, just change it. If you can't afford a gas, just buy a Tesla. You know, there was a a, huh. a, a site that was selling like uh, like really funny like anti Obama like sh- merch, and they had slippers that said, "If you want to, if you like your doctor on one slipper, and on the other one says you can keep your doctor." What was that? Was that Luke's site? <laughs> <laughs> if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Hemphoff said. Oh, wait, I already read that one. It was about the bots. Read the one about how I saved someone's life again. <laughs> um, are you sure? <laughs> no. 
Jonathan Her- oh wait, Charles Fritz said to some of the film, Moretz is CK's daughter. Moretz has a relationship oh with John Malkovich. <laughs> yeah, that's not getting made today. My <laughs> what? I love that Louis CK is like, all right, now for my comeback. Where's John Malkovich? Yikes. Jonathan Harris said Demi is a secret watcher of Jordan Peterson. It's not obvious. It's not obvious. <laughs> Thousand Foot so, Deep End said the Daily Wire superhero movie was the Hyperion. Hyperions. That's what it was. The okay. Al- also, I feel like Demi Lovato would take issue with Jordan Peterson's very rigid <laughs> ideas of what is and isn't hot. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Sorry. Not hot. Not hot. Not hot. Lobsters. <laughs> not hot. She took the kids I want to die, sent us a dollar with no message. Thanks. <laughs> How <laughs> ominous. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Don't wait. do it. No, don't I, do it. Please I, don't. I bet, I bet who took the kids lives in Albuquerque, though. Also, Deborah don't, from also Albuquerque. Don't do it. This is your fault. Oh, boy. Uh, GOS85 said, confirmed they're all nuts. Every last woman from Albuquerque. Uh, every single one of them. Have I ever hooked up with someone else? <laughs> I, I've we been, are dying to know. I've been to Albuquerque. No, I think the one girl I knew from there is cool. Fair enough. Oh, okay. no. No, no, it was crazy. Never mind. Okay. All right. Okay, uh, theory proven. Yeah, you guys are right. We're, we're going we're gonna to do a quick discussion, and we're going to keep this one brief. We're going to talk about uh, there's a new movie coming out. Uh, a new, I'm sorry, a new TV show coming out called The Patient on FX. Uh, and, and this story is essentially they cast Steve Carell in a role. Uh, and the, the description for the show is actually really interesting. It's like a serial killer takes a, a, a psychologist hostage and wants, he's like, make me stop having homicidal impulses. Okay. Which okay. is fairly interesting, yeah. right? Uh, like he's his patient and he, he takes him hostage? He, he's the, he takes the doctor hostage and makes him like, treat him like a patient. Okay. So uh, basically it's uh, the patient creators, uh, that's Joe Fields and Joe Weisberg, uh, detail why they would cast Steve Carell, a non-Jewish actor, to play a Jewish character in the new FX series. Uh, and the name of that show is called The Patient. So they're defending uh, Steve Carell's casting in here. And essentially, if the show was called like Steve Carell is a Jew, then I'd be like, all right. Okay. So the idea here is that they, they wrote the they wrote the character, uh, and Steve Carell was cast as this. He's not listed for the. I, I looked up the uh, the IMDb. He's got an unlisted amount of episodes, so it doesn't sound like he's the star of the show. Okay. But clearly they got him for the role and he's a big name actor. Well, this is like Bradley Cooper playing Leonard Bernstein vibes. Yes. Like Jew face isn't a thing. You're yeah. just racist but, against Jews if you think that. But but for here it's more because that that's a real that's a real life character, right? That that's a real yeah. that, or that's a real life per- it was I don't remember that But it being name. a fictional character gives you even more leeway. Yeah, so but here they they didn't make him like after he was cast then because the the people making it are Jewish, they said, look, that's part of our, our heritage. They felt that it would fit with this character. So they implemented it into the character after he yeah. was cast. It was added, not a part of the casting decision beforehand. Uh, I wanted to know uh, your guys' opinion on whether this would... Because we talk a lot about casting. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a we'll very probably have very different opinions, <laughs> yes. though, too. Oh, so, well, then you go first. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, um... So this is not a new thing. This happens a lot where non-Jewish people get cast as Jewish characters. And I think that it's not something that's like as obvious as swapping another ethnicity because Jews are very diverse. And in this instance, it was something they added to the character after already casting him. Yes. But I would prefer to see Jewish actors cast as Jewish characters. Why, though? Because if you did it with any other ethnicity... It, it, people would be pissed if I don't agree. Well, they they 
swap races for uh, formerly white characters all the time, and that's something that's celebrated. But no, that's not the same exact thing, though, because they don't have white people play the different ethnicity character. Does that make sense? Like, so you're saying, like, like they, if you were to if you were to create a character it. who like was Latina and the actress was white, yeah, people would be like, eh, I, don't I don't know think about that's that. An, I don't think that's necessarily an issue. The, the, like Jessica yeah. Alba plays white characters all the time, right? Yeah, but like, when you do uh, it and the minority Latina, is the one who's being played by a white person, I think it's much different. Like yeah. if there's a Latina actress that plays a white character, that's mm-hmm. that wouldn't be an issue because the character is white. Because it's not the minority being swapped out. I I personally would like to see more Jewish actors cast in Jewish characters. I would rather watch that than watch the vice versa. But But I don't think it's like it's like the most harmful thing to the Jews either. But personally, yeah, I'd like to see Jewish people cast as Jewish characters. Just give it to Ryan Gosling. (laughs) Does, does it, but does, should it necessarily be frowned upon? I like I said, I don't think it's like the worst thing. I think that uh, there's a lot more issues that people do wrong doings to Jews. We should be concerned about. I than just want to veer off from um, thinking that you have to personally experience what the character you played yes. experiences. Uh, also, d- does the directors choosing this, who are the directors who are Jewish, uh, cho- uh, you know, choosing to do this? And giving the obviously giving the blessing to Steve Carell mm-hmm. by adding this to his character, does mm-hmm. that affect your opinion of it? Well, also just how the role is done too. If it's like disrespectful and stereotypical, if he like walks in with like bags really. of money and is like, yeah. "Oi, babe!" As far as we but, can tell, okay. like because think, the casting was decided by Jewish people, then they wouldn't do that. I don't know. I don't think that, that one Jewish voice should speak for all Jewish voices. I personally but would prefer it if they would cast Jews as Jewish roles. But they're not that's that's another thing that I take a problem with is that it's not an artist's job. That this is my problem with the idea I of don't think everyone. it's Steve Carell's fault no. that they switched his role around after I, he got it though. I'm Nothing not just talking Steve about him. I'm saying false. like I am sick of Hollywood trying to pretend like they speak for all people. I you should speak for your art and your art alone. Mm. I don't need them to speak for every single group of people that they claim that they're changing the lives yeah. of by by uh, displaying on screen in some way, shape, or form. Just make your art and and let the art speak for itself. I don't need it to to speak for the voices of everyone. Right. Like, yeah, and I'm like you know I'm with Taylor in the sense that um, if it was like offensive, mm-hmm. um, or if it was just a bunch of non-Jews who were like Steve Carell and they just passed a bunch of good Jewish actors but I have to hold myself accountable because I've definitely had moments where I see people complaining that um, this is a gay role and it's a straight actor or this is a this and it's a that and I was like ah, I just can't be a hypocrite because I'm Jewish where I'm like if you make the art good if it's not offensive if it you know brings something to the character that another actor Again, you want people hired on merit. And what you don't want Mm -hmm. is, and this is where I had to really think about it, because I've said this before, what you don't want is to start giving actors who maybe aren't as good the roles just in like a kind of affirmative action way. And then they do a bad job. And then people go, I don't want to see these Jewish actors anymore. And it's like, well, no, that person just wasn't the best actor for that 
part, but maybe that Jewish actor could have like killed it as this like gay character in this movie or in this other. You know, I, I agree that like we want the role in the best hands for the role, but also I don't think that it would be impossible to like put totally. out a casting call for someone who's <laughs> totally. actually of the ethnicity. That I agree with. Do and you, I think that there's very little effort that goes into doing that, and care, we see that repetitively. But there's also movies Kale that I've watched where non-Jews play Jews, and I like the movie. But would I prefer Which to ones? see Jews? Uh, there was the one. I'm trying to think now because I, I remember, remember that movie. Um, uh, Life after Beth. No, I I don't know that the actors in that movie were Jewish, but they the family just was Jewish. They just happened to be. They didn't make it a big deal, but. Um, it's uh what's her name the girl she's oh shoot my my computer died but she's like uh i think she was on the office she was she on the office i want to know if if it bothers you when a straight person plays a gay character or a gay character plays a straight person i never really thought about that i don't think it's the same as ethnicity and race though okay uh but um i mean like but they would say similarly it's an immutable characteristic there right right they haven't experienced the struggle that's not one that i've i've like put much thought into and I think that that would be an interesting question to ask I wish we didn't people, have to put thought into but, it like mm. I don't want to only but also on same things. deal with like is the actor going to portray the character in like a bad way or a stereotypical way that then isn't that's gonna... not his fault that's the direct then that's the person who wrote would it be okay so so say the the, the then then with the same principle applies it's a gay character and it, it's written terribly, and they and they have to play a terrible uh, parodied version of that character. Is it any less offensive because it's played by an actually gay person? Right. No, it's still yeah. offensive. Sure, it's just what it's just like somehow they they, they hit you with the double f u by casting something that wasn't. No, I don't. I, it should be about what the role entails. I think it's Billy Eichner. I just saw a trailer for oh I wish I remembered what it was called but it was a like a gay romantic comedy mm-hmm. and it does not look forced at all and it doesn't look overly woke it just happens to be dudes and it looks so funny like the jokes are good are the actors gay uh, I think the lead is I don't know about I don't know any of the other ones yeah I mean I, yeah. I'm not opposed to a gay person playing a straight role either there's like a movie if from, they're the right person for it there's a movie from 2012 called Jutopia <laughs> oh I haven't heard about that's that that's an actual movie I, 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 somebody told me about this and I thought. From what year? I, this sounds fake. Okay. I was like, that can't be a real thing. It's an actual movie. <laughs> Is this movie. like crazy rich Jamie, Jamie and I need Jews? to just do uh, Jew movie reviews. It's yeah. a, a romantic comedy. No, we need to remake Jewtopia is what we need to do. <laughs> it's only been Listen, 10 years. <laughs> Is this... Like a crazy rich Asians, but for Jews. A romantic comedy centered around a genteel who pretends to be Jewish <laughs> in order to win the affection of his love Wait, interest. Wait, I think I've seen this. Stop it. I think I've seen this, and it gets all the way to him like... um I don't even know if I can say. The character's name is, <laughs> the character's name is Adam Lipschitz. Yeah, Incredible. I think it, he pretends to be, and then I think he actually gets, um, you know, like snip. the chop. The yeah. snip. Oh no! I, if I'm remembering this right, I may have seen this. It was bad. It was. If bad. it's what I think it's it was. Oh, Jutopia was bad. Freaking <laughs> bad. Like I, I remember when I was told about this movie. Why well, I saw Jutopia at Sunday? I was like, that can't be a real thing. It's a real thing. Bro, imagine how if excited we could, they were when they came up with that title. If like, we, I got it. It's on free. If we could do a watch party, if I could still drink this alcohol. This is all I wanted. And watch Jutopia. Behind the paywall. And just behind, drink every time they say. Behind the paywall. Yes. 
Every yes. time they say Mazel Tov. Jennifer Love Hewitt in it. How bad can it be? Oh, she was one of my first crushes, I too. Love she was one I my think first that crushes. I have seen this. If they had put... <laughs> the only way it could be better is if they had Amy Jo Johnson from the original Power Rangers in it. Then, then it oh, could yeah. be even better. Uh, it's got John Lovitz in it because, of course, it does. Uh, it, of course, like Jutopia, we should go, watch it. Go to why? go to Rotten. Why do they? Why do they have to do this? Brett, my friend, go to Rotten Tomatoes. What does it have? Uh, th- that's a fantastic. <laughs> it was written by Brian Vo- uh, Fogel and Sam Wolfson did the screenplay. Wait a second, Brian Fogel, that name sounds familiar. Um, so he did uh, Icarus, The Dissident. No, uh, those are. Imagine uh, those are both documentaries. So okay. I, I, I recommend everybody watch Jutopia. <laughs> And then oh, let's geez. gather back here next week. Uh, and for a review. Yeah. Would, would people in the comments want a review of, of Jutopia? <laughs> I, this I is I am what it's not, come to. Uh, I'm not recommending. No. 18% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. let's oh, go. 28% from the fans. Yeah, that was, uh, that so was a lot of uh, So everyone hates it. Yeah. Uh, it could conclusion. be so bad it's good. <laughs> At that low of a level, yeah. it could be so bad it's good. Yeah. Well, that's I think that's like kind of why I watched it in the first place. But I've watched I must have watched it when it first came out because this is ringing bells now. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, it's called flashbacks. Yeah. It's kind of like watching. Yeah, I'm, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> Did anybody here see Knock Knock with uh, with Keanu Reeves and Anna De Armas, no. where the the two women like show up at his house and basically force him to have sex with them? Whoa! No, that rules. and then they blackmail him. Like what? Yeah. It's incredible. Watch party, watch party, watch party. Uh, yes, it's 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 so. That's actually ringing bells to me. It actually makes me un- like the first time I watched it made me really really uncomfortable. Why? Because it plays into the the guy in the show is literally like the nicest guy ever. This it is plays perfectly into Keanu's real life persona. Oh, so when you no. see this dude like being manipulated into finally having sex with these two women, you literally feel like you're watching the actual nicest oh, guy no. in the world oh, no. do this. And it's it's absolutely that's R wordy. It's it's it, no, For it sure. is the whole thing. Uh, the idea here is like he's like uh, they do it and then they blackmail him afterwards yeah. and say you uh, we're going to tell your wife that you uh, that you did this. Hold on. Speaking of R wordy, do you guys remember what's eating Gilbert Grape when Leonardo DiCaprio played? Yeah. Like that is, I think, infinitely could be seen as more offensive than Steve Carell playing a Jewish. Why did person. he get away with that? Or I, sl- did anybody see Sling Blade? Oh, Sling Blade! Right. Oh my God, Sling Blade was the best. Yep. But then, what was the? I what, forgot about Sling Blade. Got no gas. Never got big enough to play with. What was my little brother? What was the movie that just came out? I was legitimately thinking about it this morning, where it was so good. Something Falcon. Um, wh- Peanut wh- Butter Falcon. Yes. Sling Blade yes. was definitely yes. offensive. Now that I'm thinking about, what about it. What about it? Different times. Oh, I just remember that was good, and <laughs> was like that was someone who, that who actually had Down syndrome. And um, they loved Wonder that that movie about that I didn't see. He has like a oh I I remember that. Trailer. Yeah, I like didn't a see the movie though. Scar, like scarring on his face. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there's a way to tastefully do that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? And they made jokes about it in Peanut Butter, and it was great. If we're gonna keep talking about offensive things, also I remembered the actress Aubrey Plaza. Ah, she, yes. She's I don't great. think she's Whoa. Jewish. I could be wrong. I don't know, but um, I don't. Oh, I didn't know. She was in that movie, and the family was Jewish, and I don't know that any of the people were actually Jewish or Is not. Is it Jutopia too? It was not Jutopia too. <laughs> it was. A, it's a comedy zombie watch movie. It's Uncut good. Uncut Gems. Yes, I Cut didn't. Gems? 
I haven't Jams? checked that out yet. Uh, if you if you have anxiety, don't watch it. That's what I heard, and I didn't watch it. Yes. Okay, <laughs> people are calling out Eminem for cultural appropriation. <laughs> he's in trouble for, for. I so wish that we could play the music he's, video. He's I in, so wish. He's in trouble for wearing a, a sombrero and a huge mustache <laughs> while D12 pretends to be a mariachi band. Uh oh, they better not look into his other music. That, it's like I love that oh. we're in a society where like he can talk about like yeah, murdering. He has a bottle of hot sauce that says D12 on it. Guys, guys, <laughs> the last song he had. They he it was one of the ones he played at the Super Bowl, yep. the biggest event, the halftime show last year. Last year, there's a verse that they didn't do that. It's not even like he drops the f bomb. You know the one. Uh, the f bomb once. There is a verse where it's literally just that over and yep. over and mm-hmm. over. He's like little G looking <laughs> boy. Uh, G, you're a G. You're a G. You're an F G. Like it's. Bananas. And yeah. you just go, ah, that's Eminem. Well, we talked about him being a clone yesterday, so maybe he was a clone. Maybe this is like when he got cloned. But he says uh, <laughs> they, 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 they purposely talk about it, uh, all the lyrics that, that are in the song that are extremely offensive. It's his- like if you only know that's an awfully hot coffee pot <laughs> Eminem, I don't think you're ready for D12 no, Eminem. I was saying, he was particularly more offensive whenever he did yeah. music with D12 because those were his boys. I love that when he's seriously offensive – like saying like actual bad stuff about gay people. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, I get it. But then when he puts on a comically hilarious sombrero, <laughs> they're like, that's it's too like, All right, far. That's a bridge too far. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be mean about it. So they talk about uh, the 49 year old rapper. I love that they have to quote the lyrics. I Sal's, love that he's 49. Salsa makes all the pretty girls want to dance and get in their underpants. It's such a good song. It's such too. a good song. I, I haven't remember heard the song. song. I haven't it's heard like the song. You don't know that he one? says, my band is the best part of the song. Yeah. Uh, and, and then he says, however, Tyga was recently embroiled in a scandal after releasing a music video for his song, I Caramba. <laughs> 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 History oh, so is supposed to rhyme, not repeat itself. It's, uh, oh. so, <laughs> he, he wears an even bigger cowboy hat <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and a mustache that looks like uh, like it's a like a scarf. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, you so can see, the only reason they're digging up the Eminem video is because of that. Where is it? Where is it? Enlarge it! Enlarge it! <laughs> He told L.A. Leakers and American Cholo podcast host Gil Tejada, I want to apologize to the Mexican community and my fans that are Mexican. Was he wearing the hat and a mustache when he apologized? The mustache is like getting in the way of his <laughs> And it reminded me of when Speedy Gonzalez got canceled and then oh. they, they, they basically rioted and brought Speedy Gonzalez back yeah. because Speedy Gonzalez is awesome. Tyga is no Speedy Gonzalez. Oh. Doesn't Tyga have like... R word claims against him. Uh, I'm almost positive. May, uh, I mean, there are a lot of rappers who do. I'm not going to say one way or the other because I don't know. But, but it's like, he's like, he's like, oh man, all those claims from those women couldn't get me, but that damn enormous hat and, and mustache. I feel like I would have heard out. about that just because he's with Kylie, though. Yeah. I'm wondering, like, the people who call this out have they have they heard like any rap music? Because nope. they're going to be awfully shocked. They're going to be if they do a deep dive. Horrified when they're. I like, mean, rap is just what puts it out there, like all of the offensive stuff, yep. and then the rest of the celebrity class they just keep it behind closed doors. Like, if you knew what your faves were saying or, or thinking about you, I I don't think that you would be happy. It would have been much more 
of a surprise if like Celine Dion came out in a big giant uh, sombrero oh. and a mustache <laughs> and was like, Andale, Andale. I was well, like, okay. It kind of is like canceling comedians. Yep. Like, yeah. what do you? What did you expect when well, you went to the show? We right. talked about they. 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 Uh, they're, they're not going to prosecute anymore because music is art and it's not a confession of a crime. I don't want you to be cu- prosecuted for cultural appropriation crimes while making art. You should be allowed to make your art. Is it offensive and stupid? Yes. Yeah. It was the early two thousands. There was a lot of offensive and stupid. Oh, so this was but he did it recently. No, this no, was from. This, is, this oh. is old. This was that's back even, when. The, that's even dumber. Yeah. This that's is, even. Dumber. You ever heard the my band from D twelve? No. I, you probably have. Uh, yeah, yeah. If we played it mm-hmm. right now, you would know it is. It's funnier. He's seen in a matador outfit. So what's funny is when you read the article saying his name, I thought a forty nine year old Eminem was like, I got an idea. <laughs> Get me a sombrero. I don't think he would do that. Now. No. I don't. I don't think he would. He's do that matured. Now. Yeah. Uh, thank so you, thank you. It, it's uh, it, it is and uh, and frankly, naming the song I Carumbo is just. <laughs> So that's just so uh, stupid and so uh, funny. Do you feel like it's easier to cancel uh, women and pop stars than like men and especially rappers? Yeah, they don't care. Because it's just—it's about who you think is going to respond the way you want them yeah. to. And they just mm-hmm. have the guts to not apologize. Well, he apologized. I apologize. I've talked. I've talked to Tim. Eminem about, wouldn't apologize for that, would he? Uh, I, I don't know if did Eminem, he say anything. He, he would at least be smart enough, I think, to just leave it be. Yeah. And then yeah. Let, let it blow over. Yeah. I've talked to Tim about do. it. I've talked to you about it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Is that third one? Uh, we all have to put on a sombrero now, right? Nice. We cannot all put on a sombrero. All right. We'll bring out our maracas what if from just under the table. One of us does a mustache and one of us does a sombrero. That would be offense. That would be offense. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why it's offensive. It's uh, one of the things about like uh, why why is food never part of the cultural appropriation discussion? Because, because it's, it's so delicious. Good. It's so, good. <laughs> so so people are offended. Like but only, we fold right then and there. They're like, oh, but I can't have a burrito nope. anymore. But you're right. There I, is there there is certain things. Like if I was like I enjoy Chinese food, everyone would be like, yeah, it's really good. But if I was like gong and like pulled out a giant guy, everyone would be like, yikes. Like, like, that's not. Good. I enjoy Chinese food while wearing a kimono. Right. Eh, oh, that's not allowed. A little. That's not allowed. Although, at least we can all Tom agree that samurai. food is for everybody, and yes. we should appreciate Maybe. each other's that's cultures. What, that's what we should. That brings people together. We want to bring people together. That's no, how we have to tear everyone apart and make <laughs> everyone angry and hateful. Typical Mary. <laughs> B- typical based Mary, just ruining it for everyone with her with her division. <laughs> All right, we're going to uh, move on. So Beyonce is, is uh, was it Beehive or Bayhive? Uh, it's Beehive because Beyonce. I know, yeah. Okay. So Poor Beyonce. She's, uh, she must call on her fans once again because yesterday we talked about uh, she got in trouble for Khalees and stealing the lyrics to, to Milkshake. Or the, she the, got in trouble for saying the word spaz she, on Heated. Which, we by talked the way, about that. That line, spaz on your, you know, the line, it's a great line. I never, I, I never, I didn't Haven't get listened to, to the album. I never even got to tell the story yesterday. When I was growing up, okay. that was, I was one, a lot of times, that was a nickname given to me, Spazivic. My best friend's, my, <laughs> my dad, that's uh, great. My dad nicknamed You shouldn't my, have told us that. Uh, my dad's gonna come back. <laughs> it's a great, it's catchy. Um, my dad nicknamed my best friend Spaz. Spaz was just a hilarious thing you said, but it wasn't like you. It wasn't. Well, the, they were saying like only people in the UK think of it as like a serious derogatory slur. Yeah. But then it's like okay, Beyonce is American, Lizzo is American. How would either of them know that? Mm-hmm. Also, I wonder if her caving on that led to today's story. She is being she is being called upon to change. No, more that's lyrics. exactly what led to today's story because Monica Lewinsky is a cloud. <laughs> chaser. What? But, 
Monica Lewinsky wants Beyonce to remove the lyric about Bill Clinton affair after ableist backlash on Renaissance. What a time to be alive. I love that. I want her and Sarah Palin to run for president. Do you have... What's the lyric? So it was in her song Partition and it said he Monica Lewinsky'd all over my gown or whatever. And Yeah, that's a pretty pretty common uh, term in the rap genre. Years ago, she... Monica Lewinsky posted... um, like this article in Vanity Fair that was like, um, if you actually wanted to write that to be accurate, it would be Bill Clinton, not Monica Lewinsky. And that's where you'd be better off just not saying anything. She's such a cloud chaser that she can't help herself from commenting on it. And now, like, since she saw that Britney, not Britney, Beyonce, bent the knee and decided to re-record this lyric she thinks anything's up for grabs she looks like kelly clarkson got a hold of her kids ritalin prescription wow yikes the eyes are the eyes are really wide that was some writing that was good damn Uh, brett yeah i uh yeah i don't care so yeah so they talk about the affair i do love that she like leans into like it's her thing she's like i I have to president it's my thing it's like well you got your thing i got my thing how much make herself the victim of the situation how much more likable would she be if she came out promoted the Beyonce song yeah. and was like, hey, yeah, remember when I effed a president? Yeah. I looked through I effed him so hard he got <laughs> impeached. That would be awesome. Be no, great. I, I looked through her history of contributions to Vanity Fair and the first one was called like shame and survival. And like, if that's the angle you're taking on that incident, then why are you making a joke out of it? Like, something in her Twitter bio was like, uh, like song lyric muse or like rap lyric muse. She likes the attention that she continues to get from I, that history. I, I wish Beyonce. I I was watching before I came here. Um, Dave Chappelle has another new thing on Netflix that I didn't know. It's yeah, his, a lot of people they, they they released it with like very little promotion. Yeah, so a school after all the controversy, um, the the theater school that he went to in D.C. is naming a building after him. And no, I, he turned it down. He turned down the honor. Oh, uh, but he so but he's giving a speech there about he, it. Yes. Yep. Okay. So fifteen. I'm fifteen minutes in. It's great. It's so good. And I was just looking through all of the material he had on Netflix, and it's like you would have thought that he was the most bigoted, canceled person in the world, and he just stuck to it, mm-hmm. and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And Beyonce is so beloved and is so wonderful. If Beyonce thought she was actually hurting someone maybe should change it mm. but the fact that she bent the knee at something so ridiculous yeah. um is is a is a bummer and then and but what a great example to show what happens where it's like okay you caved on that one thing and the next day are you going to take something else out and then what happens when you take monica Lewinsky out is someone going to get upset about mm-hmm. another one of your lyrics now how does that affect your writing process as an artist yeah. are you self-centering yourself what's and your next album look like that's why we were saying there are too many people credited for writing these songs and then <clears throat> she's the only one who's held accountable when people get mad at what was written right and it's barely even her responding to the backlash because she's not really that active on social media it's her music group 
Mm-hmm. One thing that's ha- making one, the decisions. Yeah, for. it's gross. One thing leads to the next, and all your music only comes out on title. And then <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, and this is uh, what I was saying yesterday. Is title this, becomes this, the new Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> this is the same thing as retroactively editing movies and shows that are on streaming platforms like Netflix. That's allowed now. It's gross. And all media is like up on the chopping block. Which means we need to buy pressed vinyl albums of this so we can hear the the spaz and Monica like, Lewinsky jokes. I'm just saying <laughs> I mean the, spaz the fake on that controversy about line. Renaissance is the only reason anyone knows Renaissance came out. Yep. I'll say it. Like I, I don't, started listening to it, it was great. From yeah, but the, why do you hear about it at first? I Probably like, I could, no, 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 no. I'm the problem. I like Beyonce. Yeah, Jamie's You're been like counting down the days till Beyonce I, releases an album. I, lo- <laughs> I mean, kind of. I, I legitimately well. Lemonade. I thought was incredible. Lem- when Lemon- did you first hear about Renaissance, though? Uh, I mean, it was just Lemonade tre- was a big deal. It was just trending on Twitter, and I was like, oh, she hasn't. Why done was it since- trending on Twitter? Oh, that I don't know. Uh, no, I'm just saying. The day it came out, well, these uh, things if, are planned. I listened mm-hmm. to it the day it came out. So I heard about it. I don't know when the controversy was. If it was the same day, then yes, probably. I think it was like immediate, right? I thought it was after. Yeah, the, I remember the anger being, about that song he did was immediate. I remember being mm-hmm. like happy about it and then being well, like, oh, The first one babies. was the, the Khalees that she stole the, the stuff from Khalees's. Uh, that I didn't well, even No, hear, maybe didn't the first one that. was the Me Too. Yeah. Uh, also didn't hear about system that. That, that wasn't really a controversy, though. That, was just, that wasn't a controversy, yeah. but it was definitely planned as like a drop in the bucket of headlines. You have to have your Me Too card and your vaccination card. The Me Too thing was the first uh, way that I found out Renaissance was coming out. Yep. So I didn't even hear about that. All right, Mary, I need your I need your strong uh, opinion on whether Britney Spears should have been allowed to get married at this church or not. I, I feel bad for her. Um, she didn't know that you have to be Catholic to get married in a Catholic church. She slams Catholic church that for seems, not letting her have a wedding. That seems more than reasonable. And I don't know if slams. Uh, we always no, say not, this, not like, that she the, slammed the them, but that you have to be Catholic. Language in headlines is um, always you know. So here's what she said. She not said representative. She she wanted to they she wanted to get married to Sam Asgari at this church. She had been to a wedding at this church prior. And then a decided Catholic a Catholic, yeah. So so she says there, but she is, was just like, "Ooh, the building's pretty." She's like, "This is a nice venue. Look at the like, pretty windows." Yeah, I, that, I think that because so took many, a picture with her bad phone. So many churches are abandoned at this point and turned into museums, essentially. That people do think of them as equivalent to like just any old random wedding venue. And that's what happened here. I don't want to like blame her for it. She was raised. And I'm seven. actually surprised that on social media anybody defended, like, like anybody said, like, well, factually, you have to be Catholic to get married in a Catholic church. I would have thought they'd be like on her side, and they'd be like, wow, that's really discriminatory against. Yeah, Britney I mean, Spears. it would be one thing. It's like if she was Catholic and gay, or if she was Catholic and non-binary. But it's just like, you're or if just, she was just Catholic and Britney Spears, and they yeah, were like, no, it's just like you're like, just we Britney Spears and not Catholic. She's Southern Baptist, right? Like it's a different. She's never been Catholic. Did she apply for like a day pass? To- no, yeah. <laughs> not, not I mean, allowed. Like a trial run. That, that honestly just sounds more of like Could a, you take the seven-day trial uh, and then not pay? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, you can do the free trial and then return it. I would like to return <laughs> Catholicism, please. No, I didn't get it. Um, I Yeah, that just sounds more of like a rich kid thing, being like, but I'm Britney mm-hmm. Spears. I can do whatever yeah. I want. Yeah, like, I think yeah. that religious like, nah, spaces dog. should be respected. Yeah. I mean, maybe Sam Asghari is Catholic? I have no idea, but like he's he's also kind of like... Do they both have to be Catholic? 
No, I, Catholics are allowed to marry non-Catholics. But I'm saying like to in a Catholic in church. a Catholic church. Yes. Okay. All right. But like at least one of them has to be a like a member of that church and like not they have to be like a confirmed Catholic. Do they have to be a member of that church specifically or just they have to show like their their membership card? I don't card think it has to, to be that church. Brett is, de- Brett is determined to get married in a Catholic church to right Britney now. Spears. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. It's, uh, I will make her get a better phone for the photos. But she correctly <laughs> made the judgment that Catholic churches are prettier than Baptist churches, so that's a win. So yeah, that's so, why Mary's on her side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they says Brittany's coming for the church. Iconic. One person said. Iconic. Iconic. Yeah. Uh, I hate how people talk on Twitter. Right? Actually, like most of the tweets I saw about this were. Look, you got calling her out, like, dude. Um, Not a lot of clap back. So then, the real question is, who uh, who is more entitled, Britney Spears or Madonna, for asking if she can call the Pope? Madonna, <laughs> because Madonna at least like she's crazy too. But like she's got Madonna's the wherewithal to know she's doing that to be snarky. Yeah, Britney, Britney, snarky. Britney is the Disney to downward spiral pipeline yeah. crazy. Madonna <laughs> is a whole different type of crazy. Madonna's like, yeah. yo, Pope, let me talk to you. Like, I know you're busy, but... That was just, like, snarky about the fact that her her stage name is Madonna, which is yep. the Virgin Mary. It is a beautiful church, the, the photos. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It would be a beautiful place to get married if you're a, cla- a Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Brittany, just uh, maybe if she wants... Maybe, maybe she can become a Catholic, and then she can, like... They can renew their wedding vows there. They got money. They can renew their wedding. They can have a whole ceremony there five years from now. Yeah, you can still have that if you want to join the Catholic Church, Brittany. Like, I'm. She could do it. like a like like a like a Catholicism obstacle course. Where outside <laughs> she gets baptized, then she goes inside. You have to do all of them at once. All of them at once, and then at the end, if you do it all correctly, it's like a triathlon. Yeah, you, and then you get to get married. Catholic, okay, like, that's like the finish line. It's like <laughs> she's like covered in water, and then they're like, I now pronounce you Catholic. covered in holy water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Catholic Ninja Warrior. Yes, oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, that's, I miss Ninja she's Warrior. Pitch it, pitch it. Like the the salmon ladder. <laughs> like, how bad is do you Ninja really want to get married canceled? here? I don't know. Is it probably? Yeah. I mean, it, it was uh, it, it was a uh, 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 culturally appropriating ninjas. Uh, yeah. You know, I really stumbled through that joke. It was so funny in my head. I started laughing too early. Don't you hate that? Yes. Do you guys ever been to one of the parks where they have the Ninja Warrior set up? Is that a thing in America? No. What? In I've Israel, used... they're everywhere. Ninja Warrior? They're like the walls and the obstacle courses at playgrounds and stuff. Yeah, and I was thinking, like, is that a thing in America? Because I'd never seen them here. But I saw several out there. I've done the salmon ladder. That's uh, and that's terrifying. That's actually terrifying. I don't know, man. I just learned Wait, how to fight people, salmon so I don't ladder? have to do that crap. The the bar and you go to the next bar. And the next bar. Oh, where yeah. you have well, to? Yeah, okay. you get high enough up. That's actually kind of no, scary. No, so. yeah, no. That's that's why I fight, so I don't have to climb things. Super chats. Let's go. Hobbit said Thanos tried to prevent the fall of Marvel. Did he? Uh, yeah, by, by, by getting all. by getting rid of half of the characters. Yep, that's <laughs> a very clever joke. Uh, bad app. I don't want to read that. <laughs> Roland S said something out of left field. What works better for an energy boost in workouts? Sugars or ketones? Do you even know the difference? Do you? Yeah, work out harder. Um, that's what Chet Hanks would say. Only vaguely do I know the difference, and I don't care. <laughs> My advice was good. Don't ignore that, everybody. Work out harder! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! What would Chet Hanks do? That's what I said. Yeah. yeah. Work I out wonder harder. what Chet Hanks's diet looks like. Oh, yeah, well, let's call him. He, on ta- he talks about it. He, he talks. Mean, yeah. You, he's your trainer now, guys. Why? 
so <laughs> oh, it's gonna be yours. Oh wait, I can read Maybe. it. I, I can we'll read it see. to you. I wonder if I'd get in trouble. Did you get a meal paper. plan or something? Oh wait, you can't like expose his secrets. Yeah, yeah. I asked for. It's fine. Did wait? Does, is he giving you a meal plan and everything? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I I tried. All right, all right. I'll have to I'll find out if oh, he yeah, gets yeah. back to me. <laughs> Jonathan Harris said, "Give the role to Kirk Lazarus. He'd be good." The role of what were we I, talking about? He's talking about the the Steve Jutopia. Carell <laughs> 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 the Steve Carell role oh. of the patient. Oh, okay. Charles Fritz said, sadly, Jew face, gay face, and criminal face are all real things that artificial intelligence programs prove are real. They have about 90% accuracy. It's terrifying. That's insane. Also, um, the golden ratio, also, most celebrities fit into the, uh, you know. The, That's why there's so many celebrity doppelgangers is they yeah. just look the same. Oh, oh yeah. Um, the golden ratio. Ginger Biscuits said... Awesome show, everyone. You are all hilarious. Good morning from New Zealand. Let's go. Good morning. Let's go. Good morning. Bobcat said, I just want to see Hollywood not suck at casting. For sure. Uh, as, lo- as long as identity politics is imbued in Hollywood culture, it will suck at casting for the foreseeable, for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Uh, Michael Williams says, don't mind me. I'm just here to simp for Jamie and Brett's ankles. Let's go. <laughs> Brett's Weird. ankles. My ankles. I do have my... Wait, can you see my ankles right now? What? No. This we comes from Elijah Schaefer <laughs> lore. I don't know anything about it. Okay, good. I don't know why everyone thinks Mary is a ghost when she's obviously a Tim Burton character. <laughs> <laughs> why not both? Guys, I got to say, I got really nervous for a second because I was like a compliment and I got happy, but I rolled my cups up today because I'm wearing slippers. And so my ankles are exposed. And I was just like, hey, is there some weird foot fetish camera I don't Uh-oh. know about every time I do this show? And I was, <laughs> Jamie foot Such cam? a good idea to put like, okay. a 360 camera not right a good down idea. there. Can we not? That's how you Your feet would be the only ones hidden. <laughs> By the computer. That's true. So, plus I'm charging extra. Yeah. Saint Miles said, "Utopia was really hilarious." I want to watch it. Now. I need. We'll I kind of want to. We we're should. I'll rewatch it. We'll have a watch party. Yeah. But um. Iron Ghost. I don't have high expectations. <laughs> well, it's called Jut. <laughs> you know, know, Taylor. You said you wanted more representation, and a- then they give you Jutopia. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like 2000. Like, imagine that. Like, you want to know how be- how much better life was. Whatever you feel about the movie, whatever you feel about the movie, somebody came up with that name and nobody corrected it. No one batted an eye. No one, nobody nobody had a care. They were like, we're no, going to make a billion dollars. The woke police were out. They didn't oh. care. They hadn't they established yet. Yep. Yeah. Iron Ghost 1982 <laughs> said, can you imagine if they made a Cast Castle movie and casted a black actress as Mary? I would lose immersion immediately. That would be so funny. Well, that's I would do, dude. Your, that would be- your paleness, it's like we talked about with James Bond, your paleness is a part of your character. Guys, no, no, no. <laughs> We need to make a purposefully woke and like miscast all of. Obviously, a guy has to play Taylor. Um, <laughs> then, uh, yeah, have like some Latino dude play me. Just d- d- totally Just PC. Fully it. disregard reality. A hundred percent. I'm down. I like that. Jonathan idea. Harris said Eminem, and I'd do it again. He would. Yep. Hobbit says cast castle movie with brett race swapped john boyega where are you yeah you said you wanted <laughs> you to said support you want this indie. is an indie <laughs> film this is an indie film i accept you you can even keep the british accent oh, i'm yeah. cool with that yeah like, if you want like if, if anna de Armas doesn't have to change her voice to play marilyn monroe john boyega does not have to change his voice to play me this scene by the way with john boyega saying exactly what you just said has to be in the movie <laughs> <laughs> with the british accent you can keep the british accent and you can keep the british accent <laughs> 
Javi J said, just wanted to say hi to our Jewish princess Taylor. Thank you. Wow. The albino dark elf queen Mary. Wow, I'm not albino. Mm -hmm. And ask why Jamie is still in the room and not at his desk writing a reboot for Jutopia. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll and get Brett there. too. I write better in the mornings. Is the answer? I they just had to add the and Brett too because yeah I'm an afterthought. That's okay, fine. That was if I was a pro wrestler, my name would be the afterthought. Oh no! I mean that's a good pro wrestling name. <laughs> Saint Miles said, "We need a party for me. today's show." We got th we got three parties. <laughs> we got today. three, yeah. maybe four yeah. before the end. Let's do it. Depends Jonathan Harris said, "Tyga really looks like Yosemite Sam." You gotta see this photo of him in the. Wait, what? In the in the thing. In the thing. Oh, with the sombrero oh, from, on the from I Caramba. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, I lost my place. No idea. Uh, F off said Tyga does not need a microphone baff. Wait, what? Baffle? baffle with that stash. I can't wait to see Eminem get burned. He has bent the knee so hard lately. Yeah, he he. I mentioned yesterday that he had a he had a, a song called "We as Americans" that was super pro two A and weirdly like uh, anti-establishment back in the day. And obviously, his early music was very very anti-establishment. But yeah, you become part of the machine, and it takes you. Watch well, like, like an apology come out, and it's like. Thirty pages long for every, <laughs> Actually, for every yeah, if lyric. He wrapped an apology and he just re. He Actually, just yeah, just make a song. Every insulting thing he's ever said. He's like, I apologize for, it. and then he cuts just all his all songs. Yeah. Yeah. and then he does it again in Spanish. Yes. <laughs> well, I feel like all of his music now is about his personal beefs with yeah. like other rappers instead of. It's because he always embarrasses them. Real commentary, like his beef with Machine Gun Kelly, was actually pretty funny to watch. It's like, um, I felt like he should have just not even acknowledged Machine Gun Kelly. Like, don't, don't, most of it, it's like he should that. be, he's, a, he's so far above most of them that there's no reason to respond when you've reached his yeah. level. That's Bob true. Bobcat said, there is nothing wrong with Spass. I just prefer Benelli. Wait, what? I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. I don't either. I feel like that happens I'm sure a lot. it was like, offensive. We always, we always come off looking like we're, we don't know what that means. <laughs> and I don't know what to say other than other than that. I'm sorry. Every time it's something we don't understand, I assume it's a commenter trying to trick us into saying something hateful. Probably. Yeah. So. Uh, Bad app said Eminem appropriated Britney Spears. Also, he had. Uh, he tried he, to get married in a Catholic church. How so? Zing. He had plenty of Britney Spears jokes in his earlier albums. I remember that. Um, oh yeah. Um, Caper Two X said no one expected Mary's Inquisition. Adios, Taylor. Well, Taylor's adios. still here, though. She's still here. Well, I, I always get, like, howdy, adios, like, interesting that? greetings and goodbyes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Taylor's going to be around but more. Uh, is that two weeks from now, or is it a week from now? Yeah, it's I'm not going almost, anywhere. almost a week from now. Okay. Yeah. Jonathan Harris said, Taylor, Brett's ankles are a slippery soap. A slippery slope. Illegal. Soap. <laughs> soap. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am totally soap. against the foot cam. Well, and ankle cam. Like All ankle cam, slippery slope. It, it can't end well. Everything went wrong when we started show when women started showing their ankles and then their knees and then society yeah. fell apart. So you know. now I get nervous to even post photos of like my whole body if I have on heels or sandals because they're those feet pics are going to end up that's, somewhere. Because that's not yeah. what I'm. I'm trying to attract but they find you gotta you. crop it out 
Just crop it out of the picture. But I, I wear cute shoes sometimes. I, know, right? I like the idea that you have to, <laughs> like, like, and it's not even just that, but it makes the photo worse because you have to crop it mm-hmm. badly. Like, yeah. like you have, you're actually sacrificing a good photo just so that they can't have pictures of your feet. <laughs> There's a comic who she blurs, she pixelates her feet in every picture, and it's That's so funny. funny. It's become like a bit, yeah. <laughs> Hobbit it's not a bad said, idea. PCC equals personal cult of Chet. I must flee. No. Is it the personal cult of Chet? I mean, I mean that sounds we're, just, right. we're getting there. We're definitely we're, getting we're there. We're on our way. Um, <laughs> if we could get him here. Bad Up said, instead of a crisis party, can we get an ankle peep? Sorry. No, no you can't. Uh, I'm just using it as a way of pushing everyone to my only ankles. <laughs> they only want your ankles. They don't care about us. See, you're not an afterthought anymore. F off said, I second what Bad Up said. <laughs> Bruh. Sorry, guys. Bruh. You're objectifying Brett's ankles. You right went now. from being an afterthought to being objectified. I, I love I hate it. This. There's a there's a great um, set of Instagram videos with this lady who holds up like a, a megaphone and yells like cat calls at guys and like the guys are never upset. They're always like, oh, that's that was quite nice. Thanks, Thank lady. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> like what it is because it just doesn't happen to guys. Like because they just like to get complimented yeah. for once. What one the the guy? It's like this kind of chubby guy. She's like, you look like you beat Zelda in one sitting. And the guy's like, thank you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, when gay guys hit on me, I'm like, word. Yeah. Like, I feel good. There you go. All right. Uh, uh, guys, thank you so much. Jamie, let everyone know where they can find you. Guys, you can follow me on Twitter at Jamie Kilstein. Uh, Instagram is where I'm happier at the Jamie Kilstein, but I have a smaller following there. I'm performing stand-up comedy in Houston this weekend, Friday and Saturday. You can get tickets at riothtx.com. Uh, and then the 19th and 20th, I believe, I'm at the Funny Bone in Dayton, Ohio. Um, I love you guys. Perfect. Taylor. I'm Taylor Silverman. Or actually, that's not my <laughs> tag. Um, but you are Taylor Silverman. I'm Taylor Silverman. But on on Instagram, I'm Taylor May Silverman. On Twitter, I'm TM Silverman. This weekend, I'll be speaking at CPAC if you happen to be in Dallas and want to get gonna tickets. It's going to be live streamed, right? There should be a live stream as well. And I'll try to share that on my social media. Cool. But um, I'll be back next week. Perfect. So, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. All right, Mary, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram or WeChat at Closer Kitty. And whenever I post articles on TimCast.com, I promote them there. That she does. Guys, if you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram at Brett Dasovic. For the show, we are here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. We love it when you come and join us in person, watch the show. It's the best way to, to take in all of this ridiculousness, I swear. Uh, but if you would prefer to listen rather than watch, I don't know why you would, but you can. That's on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. Or on social media, if you'd like to catch up with us there, we are on Twitter, at PopCulture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok, at PopCultureCrisis, and on Instagram, at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. Bad app. I get to do Mary's line this time. I'm not reading that. We will be <laughs> back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Later. Bye. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.